Blog Talk Radio. Commentary, some of the commentary might be today. 
All right, a lot of stuff going out in them this streets right now. All right, the Supreme Court, man, this week, man, they've been spitting, man. They've been spitting. A lot of people's uptight. A lot of people's upset. They've been dropping decisions like a, you know, uh, like a pigeon does shit, right? Just, just, just making a mess all over the place. A lot of people uptight. A lot of people upset. Uh, people are protesting. Uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. If, in case you haven't heard, and if you haven't heard, I don't know how you haven't heard because it's definitely all over the news everywhere. All right. In addition to that, they have expanded gun rights. Yeah, they've expanded gun rights. All right. Uh, some. Uh, uh, municipalities such as here in New York City that had very restrictive uh, gun lo- laws, uh, those have been deemed as unconstitutional in terms of being able to allow people to uh, have firearms not uh, just within their homes but also on their persons. So we'll definitely see how those things are going to play themselves out. We're going to be talking about that as we move forward. 563-999-3050 is the call-in number. Big shout out to everybody on my Instagram, everybody on my Twitter, various social media. We got a guest coming up later on uh, during the six o'clock hour. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Messiah of Madness is scheduled to be in the building. Uh, an artist coming out of the Pittsburgh area, so we're gonna be chopping it up with him in a bit, and uh, he's gonna be dropping off his new single. So uh, we'll be giving that a spin, most definitely. Uh, once again, telephone lines are open five six three nine 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 three zero five zero. Expected by dude, Mr. Raw to be in the building in just a bit. Uh, waiting for him to pop up and get settled down, uh, and we'll see what he got to say on some of these subject matters. Uh, hopefully. Uh, he'll be in the building in just a bit. All right, big shout out to my dude Priest. Also, big shout out to JP3. Make sure you check them out on Mondays and Fridays in the listening room uh, of Philly on Mondays in the listening room DC on Fridays, both at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, the independent artist's best friend. You know we're in the building right now. I'm going to give you all the hottest independent music that you will find no place else. All right, and if you do find it someplace else, you already know that this is the place that you have heard it first. So keep that in mind at all times. Keep that in mind at all times. All right. Let me see what we're going to get into as we uh, set off the show. Uh, I don't know what I want to play right now. Let me just check. I'm running a little bit behind schedule. So sometimes when that happens, you'll be a little bit, uh, you'll be a little bit uh, off or center for a couple of minutes till you get uh, settled in. I big shout out to Mercs of Kills. I big shout out to True Scotchy. Uh, they are in L.A. right now. I uh, do the damn thing at the BET uh, pre-awards. I think they got the award show uh, that's uh, going down. Um, I be going down tonight. I got to check. I got to check the details on that. Uh, but they've been in the building, running around, uh, doing doing the photo ops, and you know, spreading the word and expanding the brand. So big shout out to both of those brothers. Matter of fact, let's jump into this Mercs of Kills joint right now. This is King of New York. I'm him, my win, ain't no whim, I'm all in, I'm him. I'm the big in the sick, you know exactly what this is, from birth, rip the turf from the avenue of church, blast first, send them off, I'm the boss, pay the cost, I ain't trying to take a loss, if they cross, pick them off, I'm the king of New York, the idea, don't get caught, middle finger to the court, only thing that was taught, when we jump from the porch, get loaded and floss, big bro with the sword, get dope, brush them off, I'm him, my win, ain't no whim, I'm all in, I'm him, I'm Win. 
ourselves like no other. Make no mistake about it and accept no imitation. Telephone lines are open if you want to get at me, 563-999-3050. My folks that's on the line right now, if you want to join the conversation, you got something you want to say, you want to promote yourself, your brand, your music, your uh, your business, whatever it is that you do, whatever you got on your mind, if you want to speak on today's topic, make sure you press that number one button. The independent artist's best friend is definitely in the building, setting it off right now. Big shout out to La Bella Flame. Uh, she's another artist we had in the building, along with the last two artists that you just heard. All right. Very pretty young lady. Love those eyes. Love those eyes. All right. Make sure you check her out. She's doing the damn thing. This is her new single. This is Little Bitch. For you disrespect me. Please don't disrespect me. Fuck you. Please don't test me. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, little bitch. Little bitch. Gone, little bitch. Go pop your shit. They mad because you on your shit. Got your bag, everything legit. Let them keep talking that make you lit, little bitch. Little mama, she bad, she been a pro. Taking her paper, she say I'm go. Never worry about a hoe. Ho. Talk a big shit, she'll meet you at dope. Keep her bending to herself. Stand on the ground, she'll need no help. By herself, no judge, no jury. She said she her bitch, they blue. Own car and own house. Living with somebody, not what she bout. In her DM, she not checking, laughing at you. If you flexing, if you want her, come correct. She not with the disrespect. Natural beauty, natural booty. This her life and how she Hit the gym, if she wanna, it don't matter, they still want it. Smelling sweet, and she soft, hella good. Lips ain't glossy, glossy, nigga shit not on her mind. Just make sure your shit in line. Bust it open if you want it, everybody ain't deserving. Make your money, don't let it make you do what you wanna do. Competition, you don't see none. Grab pillow, so you see Pisces keep Beretta in her bag. Gun permit on that, don't act. But she ain't looking for no trouble, cool and sexy and real
Smack on the street. I'll smack a bitch until next week. Technology by itself is not going to make you 
you know, uh, the next uh, great DJ or the next superstar producer. It's not going to do that. That's going to come from within your own self, your own talent, your dedication, all right, to your craft, taking the time to actually be in the studio, to actually be behind those turntables, be behind the board, and actually learn the craft. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you may not, you may not take the time to learn a whole lot about music theory per se, and you may or may not have to. But at a minimum, at a very minimum, you're gonna have to learn at least the basics of song structure, so your shit can make sense. All right, if nothing else, so your shit can make sense. And then you know, uh, the imagination and the creativity will just you know expand that to what it actually ended up sounding like at in the end product. You know what I'm saying? But you know, yeah, that was definitely a real good conversation. Big shout out to Ben Buttons. I see him in the building right now. I uh, big shout out to that three four seven number. I guess that's your union rep. If they want to join the conversation, press that number one button. I uh, big shout out to that nine that nine one nine area code just stepped into the building. I don't recognize that particular uh, number right there, but welcome to the show. If you want to join the conversation, press that's that number North one Carolina. button. Look, that's North Carolina okay, okay. Number. Okay, okay, looks like they might got a little bit shy, <laughs> but hopefully they'll pop back up in the building in just a couple of minutes. We'll see if they uh, uh, come back in and join the conversation, but I see the 347, they uh, just raised their hand, so let me get them in on this. 347, you're live on the air. Uh, hold on a second, hold on a second. My switchboard is being a little slow right now. All right, doesn't want to take you off a of mute, so just uh, bear with me for a minute. Let me see. Uh, uh, there we go. All right, 347, you're live on the line. What's good? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy Raider Rebel. I'm here supporting my dude uh, Raw, CNL, CNL Raw. I know that well. You know, definitely, uh, definitely welcome to the show. Back to the early acronyms, like he's one of the, he's one of the people that can vouch for being around me from the age of before he was 15 years old. 14, 15, like yeah, like 14, 15. You know, what I'm saying I'm putting them on. I'm putting them in the studio first. I'm putting them on on a, on, a, on, a, on tracks with a lot of people first. You know, what I'm saying we were down there in that basement down there, and that where I was lucky That's enough, fact. fortunate enough, to be able to have a studio in a basement early those days before the computers came into full play. You know, I was fortunate. I was You know, I'm not saying it on a cocky level. I'm saying it on the level of of. Uh, Yo, thank God I had that opportunity to be able to say that. And we were down there, you know, we were down there like it was school. I'm going to keep it real with you. Like, at one time, we were six of us on the track. And we would be down there, and we would be like, this is the mission. This is the homework. This is the assignment. Come back when you got your, your paragraph ready. Here you go to song structure. You know, what order are we going to go in? You know, it was like military. It was like school. It was like it was like all of the above, you know. So and we, we like I, I would tell people we were competitive, but we wasn't competing against each other, you know. But we had a competitive nature. So all of us knowing that we were going to jump on a song, we was like, ah, we got to make sure we keeping up with each other, or you might as well forget. And matter of fact, and and for example, if you can, uh, DJ Smith said there's a song, there's a song that you like. Uh, click clack. I've heard you play it before and tell me that you like right, it. Right, right. He's the third, third verse. He okay, is third I, I know that well. Definitely since, well, definitely since he's in the building. I mean, it's only right that we, uh, you know, that we jump into that song, you know, since he's in the building and he's uh, featured on that particular track. 
So just give me a minute. Let me see if I can uh, pull that up real quick. Let me bring your boy. Uh, let me bring your boy back on, and we'll let, let him actually uh, introduce this song. I look like. All right, it looks like it looks like we're getting a little bit of a little, little bit of feedback or echo. Do you have uh do you have what's on speakerphone? Nah, not on speaker. I have my AirPods in, so maybe I'll take those out and just put the phone to my ear. That'll be better. Yeah, that might be that. Yeah, that might be a bit helpful. We're getting a we're getting a real bad echo. We're getting a real bad echo. No doubt, no doubt. Hold on one second. All right, all right, no doubt, no doubt. Dirty Basin Radio. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you know the convenience. You know, it's a good thing, but I've noticed that with the uh, AirPods, even when I talk to people on my on my phone and they have, you know, those pods in, sometimes, you know, the signals and, 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 and the connection really isn't all that good. It's great for music and such, but for conversation, it seems to be a little bit a little bit difficult. Let me see if we get that uh, right right now, get that together right now. How I sound uh, now? I, I'm better? Yeah, yeah, I sound uh, better? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, definitely sounds okay, loud and okay. clear, loud right, and clear, cool. real good. All right, well, we got that song up on deck right now. I'd definitely like for you to, you know, introduce that song and, uh, you know, so we could uh, play that right now. Yo, so this was a joint, uh, my man Roar, he had produced it, and he was like, yo, I just want y'all to talk about your joint, like, talk about the thing thing, you know what I'm saying? And we all wrote verses to it, and he picked whoever he wanted to be on that track for that. So this is where it's at, cut clack. Get back, it's a nigga with the gun and he don't know how to act. It's a fact that once you strap, you feel like the max till the next man up in your back, holding the gas. My 380 special is a friend of my palm, something I can rely on and depend like my mom, something to toss to the curb and forget like my dad. Relieves my stress more than a pen in the pad. When I grab it, it's just like I'm holding a fat ass. It gives me a rush when I let off a fat blast. Shining, just like I'm cleaning my car to make sure that the chrome gleams just like a star. I carry it just in case these niggas do hate me. The clip is fully loaded with the switch off the safety. But lately, I really don't have to use it. But I keep it close by just for a nigga who loses. I shoot it over my slim nose rifle because it's easy to stash. Don't give a nigga an eyeful. I stifle the drama every time I come around. You can see all the people how they act with me. Get back, it's a nigga with the gun and he don't know how to act It's a fact that once you strap, you feel like the max Till the next man up in your back, holding the gap Click clack, get back, it's a bitch with a gun and she don't know how to act It's a fact that once you strap, you feel like the max Till the next bitch is up in your back, holding the gap A pearl handle 22 is what I use for my foes Something you know? I can rely on to keep the stash in my clothes Something to toss in the trash, forget like my past Relieves my stress more than purchasing bags When I grab it, it's just like I'm holding a fat dick I wave it in the air like I'm performing magic I shine it, just like I'm forcing my lips To make sure you remember it, just like a kiss I carry it, just in case there's bitches who hate me With one in the chamber to switch off the safety But lately, some bitches know how to act They don't try to piss me off cause I'm quick to cock back I choose it, over my black handle Beretta Cause it's easy to hide, I keep it tucked in my sweater I let a bitch understand when I come around You should see how they act every time when they hear the sound Click clack, get back It's a bitch with a gun and she don't know how to act It's the fact that once you strap You feel like the max till the next bitch is up in your back Holding the gas Click clack, 
get back Little nigga with a gun and he don't know how to act It's a fact that once you strap You feel like the Mac to the next young is up in your back Holding a gap A semi-auto 25 is what I keep on my waist Something I could rely on when niggas jump in my face Something to toss in the trash right along with my past Relieve my stress just like getting some ass When I grab it, it's just like I'm holding a fat kick Gives me a strong rush like I'm up in the fat clip I shine it just like I'm cleaning my ice Cause it got a gleam right before taking a life I carry it just in case this nigga too hate me. me Extra clip in the pocket with the switch up to safety But lately, I ain't have to bust off But I keep it close by for niggas thinking I'm soft I choose it over my 9mm Cause it's easy to stash tucked under my white beater If I meet a nigga looking for drama, I'm down It's amazing how they tense up once they hear that sound Click clack Get back, it's a nigga with the gun and he don't know how to act It's a fact that once you strap, you feel like the max Till the next man up in your back, holding the gap Click clack, get back, it's a bitch with a gun and she don't know how to act It's the fact that once you strap, you feel like the max Till the next bitch is up in your back, holding the gap Click clack Get back, little nigga with a gun and he don't know how to act It's a fact that once you strap, you feel like the Mac To the next young is up in your back, holding a gap Click clack joint, definitely a good choice right there. Real real timely as a matter of fact. It allows me to segue into our first topic of the day. You know, I mentioned it at the top of the show, you know, Supreme Court, you know, they've been spitting these past couple of days, you know what I'm saying? If uh, things go as they seem they're gonna go right now, there's gonna be a lot more click clack in these streets, Mr. Raw. Gonna be a whole lot more click clack because they've expanded, you know, uh, uh gun rights as it as it were, because you know, here in New York City, particularly in the five boroughs, you know, for years it's been, you know, very difficult, you know, to get a, a firearm, you know, to uh, have a, a a license to have a firearm, to carry a firearm, to have one outside of your home. You know what I'm saying? New York City has made it very, very restrictive. You have to, you know, show some extremely special, extenuating circumstances, you know, reasons as to why you may need, you know, access to have a firearm on your person outside of your home you know you may have to express that you know you some real rich dude or you know i i got a diamond business or i'm a banker and i deposit i got a business i deposit you know uh, tens of thousands of dollars on a weekly basis you know saying you have to have some real real extended circumstances so you know the supreme court said well you know all of that is kind of all of that is kind of extreme and for you to put those kind of restrictions you know for that you know uh you, you know uh, folks do have you know that 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 second amendment right so you're going to have to, you know, go back and, and make some adjustments and, and, and not a, a not have a, a such, you know, restrictive rules and regulations regarding how people could, you know, get a, a, a license to uh, carry a firearm on their person outside of their home. Now, I figure like this. You have a number of states across the country right now, you know what I'm saying, places like Texas, places like, you know, Oregon, Colorado, places like Virginia, uh, that have these kind of laws on the books right now. Some of these states are open carry states. Some of these states are concealed carry states. Now, what you'll find in the states that do allow those kind of practices, they are majority white red states. And the states that, you know, have those most 
uh, restrictive laws that don't allow uh, 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 that kind of possession are just the opposite. You know, they are majority uh, uh, black areas, black states, black cities, and municipalities where they are not allowing that kind of, uh, you know, access and behavior. By contrast, and out the gate, I see a problem with that out the gate. So if these uh, kind of things could be allowed in the, these other areas, and, you know, like you know, like I always say, um, now something like a gun law, that was on a federal level, just like our second topic, uh, which will be, you know, the, the uh, abortion ruling that came down the other day. But, you know, that was, you know, something that existed on like a federal level. All right. So they're basically saying, well, no, that's not, you know, the way that, you know, you guys could operate, you know what I'm saying, in your uh, own areas because there is the Second Amendment and these people do have this particular right. So for you to be so restrictive, you're going to have to pull back on that. So two things could happen. All right. Either you're going to have a lot more folks going to get shot. You know what I mean? Instead of one person being shot in the street, now there's going to be two. (laughs) Or, and what I think is probably more likely, you know, people are going to be a bit more mindful. And they'll be a bit less likely, you know, to engage in, you know, any kind of, you know, road rage or extremely uh, aggressive behavior if they know that, yeah, I got a gun, but then you got a gun too, he got a gun, and she got a gun. I think it'll make people a bit more a bit more respectful. What do you think about that, Mr. Roy? Well, first of all, um, here's one little crazy thing that just ran through my mind as you were talking. You know, uh, they might go fast one later on in life and, and 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 implement one little stupid thing on the application for you to be able to conceal a weapon, and that's going to be race. And if they do that, then they're going to be able to see uh, who, what you are before you can purchase. And then they're going to try to play favoritism and try to uh, sift out who they want to have and who they want who don't, who they don't want to have. Now, uh, down here, there's a gun shop every corner, just like a pawn shop every corner. I actually live not even 10 minutes away from a gun range right now. And okay. I pass them. There's gun shows down here. It, it's guns available. You can, I, Do you I ever go, Mister Ross? Huh? Do I, I said, go? Have you ever been to a gun show? I've been to I've, no, I've been I, to two I, gun I, shows. To. I've been to two gun I shows here to. in New York. I want to. I want to because you know you know birthday time's coming up and and it's about to be summer. I want to go to uh, the boat show. I never been to a boat show. I usually go to the Jacob Javits to the the, the car shows, but I want to, you know, indulge on the other things. So yeah, I want to go to a gun show. I want to check it out because, you know, I I have a little bit of a, uh, hobbyist in me that I don't do, but I like to watch, and I like to watch hunting. I like to watch when they fully get into the camouflage and hide for days, and they sift out and get that moose or that bison or that or that deer. I like watching that. I even used to like playing that game on my PlayStation, but I never done it myself. So you know, the gun shows. I'm interested. I'm interested in in checking it out and seeing what it you know what it's all about. But I have a feeling, a weird feeling that you know. When they start to implement with that one little word, you know what your race is on the application, they're gonna they're gonna be using that 
to their advantage. For the, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I mean, I wouldn't argue that, Mr. Rule. I wouldn't argue that, but I think, I think, you know, if they're going to have it on on the application, if it's going to be, you know, uh, public accessible information, if it's going to, you know, track that and keep those kind of statistics, that'd definitely be something that people will keep an eye on and see if there is that kind of a bias. Are they leaning that way, or right. you know, the or the or the you know, you know. You know, are the black applications being rejected at, you know, much, much higher rate than every other application? You know, that's something that definitely, you know, you have to keep an eye on that. But, you know, I want you know, I wanted to know, and I had asked you earlier, do you think that if there are more firearms? Now, personally, I would prefer open carry. All right. I would prefer open carry. I would prefer that you be able to see that the other person has a gun. All right. You got to wear it on your hip. You know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, the police, right. you, know, you got to wear it on your hip. Everybody can see that you got a gun. Everybody can see that everybody else has a gun. That's what I would prefer more than that concealed carry stuff. Have it on your hip so right. everybody can see it. And so, you know, once again, it goes back to that, you know, respect question. Do you think that, you know, folks know that I got a gun, you got a gun, he got, she got a gun. Is that going to make people more mindful and more respectful of their behavior out there in them streets? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, because you know, you know, it's funny. You know, I like the way that you you cross reference click clack because if you listen to the song, now you um, like that. You like that. Now you like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if you listen to the song when I created it, it was only I created it. I want to tell you partially to uh, a couple of our endeavors because uh, he, my, my young uh, protege, was one of the bro- he was one of the dudes that I brought out to. Um, to, to to the venue and and he rapped with um he rapped with uh Miss Hustle, so it was like I, at the venue I was able to watch dudes and I could kind of tell that who was acting like they had a gun or who would possibly have a gun. Anytime I went to any venue, I would be always watching. And you know you can act a certain way. Certain dudes had more uh, chip on their shoulders when they they was the one that was strapped. But they didn't know right. who else was strapped and how big they were strapped. So that's why I made that song. That song was a subliminal song. And it was funny because, you know, I told him to write to it. And um, he didn't hear what was written to it at first. But then when I wrote to it and the young lady wrote to it, and he heard it. And he was like, oh, wait, let me go back and write my verse so that it makes sense towards your verse. Matter of fact, he lives in Connecticut. And I'm pretty sure he has different laws out there. He was, We were talking about that the other day. So I'm pretty sure if you go All back right, well, let me to bring him back on this conversation, you know what I'm saying, to get his uh, input on that, see what he got to say. Yo, bro, you still with us? Yeah, hey. sure. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? You here in, in the, uh, you know, New York City area, you know what I'm saying? That ruling just came down earlier this week as far as, right. you know, folks now having an opportunity to have access to firearms that they could carry around on their person. What do you think about that? Yo, the crazy thing is, like, since I've been up in NCT, it ain't even been a year, but since I've been up here, it's like, yo, I got mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm and, and I feel comfortable. I'm okay. Like, but I also understood what you were saying earlier, where it was like, niggas, niggas ain't going to jump in somebody's face that they know got something on them. You know right. what I mean? Like, so... You, you you probably hear less about the gun violence because it's kind of like, yo, it's either going to be me or it's going to be you kind of shit up here. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't really deal with that nonsense. 
like okay, coming so from now, Queens. So so now so now in your area, right? Um, do, uh, do you guys have right. open carry or or concealed carry? No, we're open carry. Okay, okay, that's what's up. So yeah, so you could you could so you ain't you ain't gonna jump in a nigga's face that that got that got the thing on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, cause you exactly, know we can exactly. use it. And he can defend himself and say, oh, well, this this person made me feel some sort of way and had to carry my weapon. You know what I mean? Like, it's different right. up here. Mm-hmm. It's different see, up now, here. That's, see, now that's exactly what I was talking about a little bit earlier, too. Different areas outside of New York City, outside of, you know, these areas that are majority you know, or at least heavily black populated, like New York City and other areas, the laws be different. They'd be a lot more, you know, relaxed in terms of what they uh, allow their citizens to do. I wear my drone on me when I go to work. I work at the Home Depot, and I wear my shit on okay. me. Okay. You know, you know you what go. I'm saying? Like, I wear it. I bring, my, yeah. It, no. I'm, am I supposed to? No. But do I? Yes. Because I never know when somebody might come in there and just flip. Coming to Home Depot. And it might just be some shit. Right? No doubt. You know no what I'm doubt. saying? Just so, like, like, I never know. You know, just like, you know, recently right up here, I know you heard about it in Buffalo, dude dude went into the supermarket up in Buffalo, you know, shot up and killed right, 10 people. Right, right, right. You know, and now, even, even, now, even, even, a few, even, even a few weeks after that is the dude that, that, that shot homeboy up in the pharmacy. You saw that? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't even see that. Yeah, dude, dude, like, it was like, Three or four, three or four dudes. They jumped on some dude, and he was in a pharmacy in the Bronx. And you know, it's it's, mm. it's kind of like yo. I'm so happy that I'm not in New York anymore, but right. still scared that I'm here because just because I have it on me, like yo, who's gonna draw quicker? Right, right. Because that's no, what it is up here. Because it, it, anybody can have any. Quicker. Well, I Me mean, you. you know, well, I mean, as far as as far as any kind of, you know, a uh, gun violence that you do hear reported, you know, since you are in an area where there is, you know, open carry, you know, has there been an increase right. in that? Has there been a, you know, has there been a decrease in that? You know, what, what's, you know, what's been no, that? No, I mean, in my, in my area, not so much. Like, I know in the Hartford area, there, there's like, Lots of killings, lots lots of shootings and stuff like that to happen in that area. But where I'm at, it's kind of like, yo, we all know somebody's carrying, and you don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing when when you when you know somebody got something, it's like, you know, we can just end this peacefully because somebody's gonna get shot today. So let's just end this peacefully. Somebody's gonna get shot today. Right. Nah, right. real talk, real talk, real talk, like. It's like yo, somebody get like even even where Raw is in Florida, it's like yo, somebody can get shot today. Florida, Florida is another state, right? Florida got those kind of laws too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Florida's so another it's, state so that it's allows kind of like so it's kind of like we, you know, we just moved. Like I just moved the way I would always move, and I'm from New York. I'm from Queens, so it's like I just moved the way I would no normally move. I don't let that shit bother me, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm never the one to jump in anybody's face anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, but some people do. And it's like, oh, well, you well in Queens, it's like, it's less likely that you're going to get shot unless a nigga had intention to shoot in the first place. Because they don't, uh. they, because we, we can't carry guns out there. 
So if a nigga got a gun and he's, he had intentions to come and, and get you, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's different. Whereas where you're just holding it because that's just like you grabbing your keys and your cell phone. It's different. Well, we we are the most and we are the most laid back borough anyway. We they always they always talk about us. You know what I'm saying? The Queens cats is just some chill niggas on some cool stuff on some. You know yeah, what I'm so they yeah, think so they, until they, until they, until they, gunfire they until gunfire blast. Yeah, that's what they know us for. So it's not like. You know, and and we're undeniable. No matter where we go, somebody can sift us out and be, oh, you don't belong here. No, that's not where you're from. Or you're from somewhere else. I'm like, yeah, how'd you know? I can just see the way you move, the way you dress. Because I can just tell. I can just tell. Right, right, right. You can tell, no matter what. All right, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Real serious, real serious. Yo, bro, where you from, bro? He's from Queens. I'm from Queens also. I'm from Queens, New York. Oh, you're from Queens. Oh, so you yo, already know what we're talking about, yo, yo, then. Yo, 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 Ray. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Ray. Ray. Yo, Ray, he down the block He down the block from the road test area. Oh, so it ain't like he don't know what, what it is. Like, you know. Yeah, he's family. He's family. He's there. He right there. He yo, he shots can he get fired. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But like, like I said, up here, it's like. You know every you well you don't know but you got to assume that everybody got something. Everybody yeah, up here, you, you, know you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like I said, I think I I I think overall that may lead to you know better behavior on everybody's part. I just hope that you know because you know some of these places you know they've allowed people just to you know. Now I don't think. They should allow people just to have guns, just like you know, just like with no kind of training. Yo, I got, I got, right? I got three guns in here. I got three guns in here. My kids don't know where they are. My wife knows where they are. But at the end of the day, like you know what, my kids are the ones that jump up first. So do they need to know where the guns? Are? You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's it's weird. Like if I'm not here, who's gonna grab the gun? Who's well, gonna? You know, I mean, you have you have other folks who definitely train their children. You have people who go out and they're, they're you know their wives are trained, their children are trained. I haven't trained. Yeah, maybe, listen, my, you my, know, my kids, my kids maybe know how to 12, shoot a gun, you know, but I've never like I ain't gonna say like they know like you know I ain't gonna say like they they. But yeah, if it came to it, they know where to go. But at, they really don't. They still got to go through my wife. And if I'm not there, then what the fuck happens? You know what I'm saying? Because if if she gets shook up, then they don't know where to go. Right. Do they know how to handle them and move with them? Yes, they do. You know what I mean? But, and like I said, I've only been up in Connecticut for, what, six, seven months? Okay. You know, but at the end of the day, I got the shoddy. My my fourteen year old knows where the shoddy is, but do I trust my fourteen year old to hold the shot? You know what I mean? You, you, people don't understand. Like if there's like this an invasion or some shit like that, you ain't gonna know what to do. You are gonna freeze up. More. And then not look like we lost that. Okay, do. there we go. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like. Look like we were losing your connection for a second, but uh, I got a couple of other voices that want to chime in on this conversation also. 
So, you know, hold on tight just a minute. I got a 314 area code. I want to bring it on this, and I think uh, we might have woke up Ben. Oh, yeah. You want to get in on this, conversation, on this conversation, too. So, uh, hold, on, hold on tight. 314. Yeah, where's the area code calling in from? Yeah, 314, where you at? This is, this is Missouri, St. Louis, but I'm now, still I, I, in the I South. Welcome to the show. Down in the Bayou country. That's where I'm right now. But look, wear that gun on your hip. That's what I'm saying. Wear it on your hip. Wear the gun on your hip. That's where it's supposed to be. That's what the Constitution says. And always go back to the Constitution. Don't be getting in these arguments. Yeah, man. Uh, this woman, she saved such and such because she had a gun. And another person say, no, this dude here, he killed three on. Don't get in those arguments. The argument that you do is the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. It is uncompromised. It is absolute. And these politicians, especially damn Democrats, is trying to take that away. And, you, and if you're in a state where you can't open carry, see, actually, concealed carry is what's there illegal. See, you can open carry any place in the country unless they want to restrict in some area and people go along with that stuff but get you a, a like a little curtain that can hang over that gun when it's in your holster and it can't see what it is you know what i'm saying you can't see what that is as long as no part of the gun is showing when you in a state that don't allow an area that don't allow open carry just put a curtain over it. but the person that okay. want to attack you know where it is and then for good measures, have that one on your hip and have a little derringer someplace else. Because somebody <laughs> grabbed that gun, on your ankle. you unload with that derringer and, and burn their ass. Yep. Right okay. On okay. So now, in your state, is open carry, yes? I'm down here in Missouri. Well, Missouri is open carry. In uh, Missouri, you don't even have to have a license to conceal carry anymore. It's constitutional. Wow. 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 But see, wow. Like Don't in Chicago, wow. Chicago is so damn jack up. You got to have a license for a gun if you got a bullet in your pocket. And wow. in Chicago, in a year's time, from Memorial Day last year until Memorial Day just this past week, you had 4,666 blacks shot by other blacks. You mm. hear me? 4,666 and about 640 murders. Last year, before that, in 20 to 21, it was 4,875 with 795 murders. They don't get completely off the damn charts in Chicago. I know so, that number sounds, that number make you, that, make, that number quiet you up for a little bit, but it's true. It's in the papers. Chicago Tribune, Chicago Sun-Times, and ABC 7. So I don't doubt your, you know, I don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt the statistics because we hear about, you know, Chicago is always in the news. That's always a big, you know, talking point for, you know, a lot of people depending upon their, their you know, political perspective. But the question I wanted to ask you is the same question I had asked the um, other gentleman, you know, uh, have you, you know, in the area that you're in or the area that allows, uh, you know, open carry or even concealed carry, and you don't even have to have a license, you know, have, you know, has there been an increase or a decrease in, 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 in shootings or violence in that particular area? 
in St. Louis, you always have about 200 people getting killed. In St. Louis City, especially North City. But uh, well, I think see, I think what I'm trying to, to get at is that okay, I mean, you have you have the violence that you have regardless. All right. So in areas that are violent areas, whether it be, you know, Hartford, Connecticut, whether it be, you know, up in the Bronx or different areas here in New York City, you know, or wherever that area may be, you're going to have that kind of, uh, you know, level of crime, you know, anyway, you know, for various reasons, whether it's, you know, the uh, social economic situation, whether it's the access to guns, whether it's the lack of opportunity, whatever it is, you're going to have that anyway. But what I'm asking Mm -hmm. is for the areas that have, you know, these open carry type of laws, has there been, have you noticed an increase or, or decrease? Like when people know that everybody else has a weapon on them, do they act differently? Do they act with, you know, more respect, well, let me put more it like consideration, this. Or, or do they act more recklessly? Let me put it like this. There's five cities in the United States that require you to have a gun. One is Nelson, Georgia, Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, Gun Barrel City, Texas, Cuda, Colorado, and it's another one I can't name. It's on the order. Now you use the word. You as a, hold on one second, brother. Hold on, hold, hold on one second. You use the word require. What do you mean require? It's in the ordinance. It's in the city ordinance. Every household's got to have a gun in it. <clears throat> now, do they find okay. you or put you in jail? I don't think so. But check it out. Five cities in the U.S. that require you to have a gun at the house. And if you look at their statistics i don't think they statistics clean off the chart like any place else but here's the thing like i said before you don't get into those discussions about what well, did the crime go no the constitution allows you to wear that gun even if you just want to wear it as a fashion design <laughs> or you want to have earrings out of pistols wear that gun because if you don't these idiots are going to take it away from you and we can talk about what that may run off into you know, later on, but you want to wear that pistol, man, because then it becomes more accustomed to society. It becomes a society norm. It's just like man and woman supposed to be getting married. That's a society norm. Mm-hmm. So wearing a pistol, that's what the Constitution is like. That's what the courts say. Look, New York, you can't deny these people. You're infringing on these people's rights to bear right. arms. That's you right. told uh, I mean, you got, Look, the Biden, the Biden administration I mean, told sir, Winchester to, to stop no, making sorry. ammunition that they sell to the public. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying, you know, we're basically, you know, in agreement. You know, if you heard some of my commentary, you know, at the uh, you know earlier points in the show, I was basically saying pretty much the same thing. You know, uh, it is an overly restrictive rules that they have in New York City. You know, it has finally been uh, deemed as, you know, being unconstitutional. They finally got a case in front of the uh, Supreme Court where they could make that type of a decision. And it's something that should be all across the country. You're absolutely right. Um, People should be allowed, but I don't like the idea of concealed carry at all myself. I would prefer open carry across the board, you know, for everyone. Everybody needs to know that everybody else has a gun. And I think that once they know that, I think people will definitely act accordingly. They will act accordingly. But we definitely appreciate your input. We appreciate Can your Can I talk about this Supreme we... Court issue? Are you going to talk about that I'm now sorry. or are you going to be later? Uh, well, me, I mean, we... this is, I mean, I'm, I mean, we've been talking about it within the context. I mean, this is the whole topic right now. We've been talking about it in the context. Let me make a comment about that. 
Absolutely. Let me make a comment about that. See, Supreme, first of all, first, courts don't make laws. Courts don't make rules. That's not their job. All they do is hear arguments. When the Supreme Court uh, said that abortions was legal back in 1970s, they were not supposed to do that. That's left up to the state. Supreme Court don't make no law. It never was a law. And people are being misconstrued and saying, well, they don't stop this. No, they didn't tell you you couldn't have an abortion. What they said is that it's up to the states to regulate it or don't regulate it. Because why? Your states are actually 50 different countries and they're sovereign. They got their own constitution. They got their own governing organization. Supreme Court has no power to tell them to do jack. And guess what else? The federal government don't have no power over the states. The states control the federal government. That's where the federal government gets its power from. You send to the federal government your Congress people and your U.S. senators. And at one time, you couldn't vote for U.S. senators. They were chose by the state legislature. So the states got the power to tell the federal government to go to hell. You know why? Because there ain't nothing that the federal government can do to the states. The federal government has no policing powers, none whatsoever. Your, your army in New York and I don't know where, or Florida is your state militia, not the National Guard, the state militia, which is the people that's well armed. Always remember that. Well, sir, we definitely appreciate your input and your commentary, and we definitely welcome you to, uh, you know, come back on the show at uh, any time, a very topic that may uh, interest you if you want to, you know, uh, uh, engage in conversation. I sure will. We definitely welcome welcome you. Well, thank you you so much. Thank you so much. You young people, take care of yourself and be safe, and wear that pistol. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, All right, all right. That's what it is. I definitely appreciate that call coming in from Missouri. That's what it is. All right, let me get Ben Buttons in on this conversation. You know, he spoke about that uh, abortion issue. We were going to talk about that a little bit later on uh, also. We're going to get into that a little bit later on as time permits. Buttons, what's going on? Buttons, where you at? I was like, man, I lost him for a minute. Let me go to yeah. the 503, I think. All right, there we go. There we go. Buttons, what's happening? I'm kind of preoccupied with my grandkids. What's up? I'm, I'm, I'm watching my grandkids. Kaylee, come here. The grandkids. What are you talking about? I got my grandkids with me. Say hi, buddy. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, young man? You gonna say hi? Welcome to the Dirty Basement Show. We missed you, right? All right, all right. We got. All right, all right. We got our youngest listener in the building right now. (laughs) I youngest in charge. Youngest in charge. Yeah, I can't really like, be a part of like what's going on. I love to, but like I'm kind of preoccupied. You heard y'all? All right, no doubt, no doubt. All right, buttons in the building, no checking out the show. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, let me get my man. Look like I got my man KV in the building. I think this KV. Let me see. I'm not. I'm confused. What's going on? What's going on? I'm all right, man. Just, just tuning in to the show, man. Just tuning in the show. What y'all talking about? Gun laws and licenses and all that good stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we have we had a couple of Supreme Court decisions, you know, that have affected a lot of people. I mean, I'm quite sure you're aware of the um, uh, uh, Roe v. Wade decision that has a lot of people, a lot of people upset right now. But it also another decision came down earlier 
this week as it relates to uh, gun laws and gun rights, particularly in a state like New York City that's so restrictive. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court has decided that because of uh, New York City's um, uh, laws are unconstitutional in terms of the way that they restrict people's access to have a firearm outside of the home. So they got to rewrite some of them laws and loosen them up a bit. So uh, now folks in places such as New York that had more restrictive type of gun laws will now be able to have access to them to carry on their persons outside of the home. Wow. That's huge for New York. Now, I know that they – now. I know they already have these, you know, just like the other gentlemen that 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 uh, just left the airways were saying in places like Missouri, you know, in places like Florida, the gentlemen up in up in Connecticut. I also, I believe in Oregon, you guys have similar laws. Also, aren't the gun laws a bit more relaxed there, where people are allowed either open carry or uh, concealed carry? Is that true? No, Oregon is a shallow issue state with serious carry applications. Um, is it what? Oregon is a shadow. We can't quite. I can't. You yeah, I can't, muffled, I can't bro. quite understand what you're saying, KV. If you could, uh, if you could move a little bit closer to your phone. Okay. Oregon is a shall issue state with concealed carry applications. Um, open carry is legal in Oregon without a license. Um, I mean, okay. Concealed carry wow. only in Oregon concealed handgun license. So let's move ahead there. Um, okay, do you? Okay, do you? Uh, uh, do you carry publicly? Yeah, man, I'm licensed and everything. I'm not licensed for anything. Nice, nice. So, sure, you need to make a nice. strain called carry correctly. That's the new strain. <laughs> carry correctly. Um, I'm, I'm licensed for anything, man. It's uh, it ain't no black people here, man. Okay. Um. There's a lot of things going on that ain't even publicized. You know, I heard the gentleman talking about Chicago and all their murder rates, man. Or you got a murder rate, too. Okay. We up there, too, man. Portland up there, too. As a matter of fact, just the other night, uh, a young brother that I used to coach against, I know his dad, he got killed. I mean, he's on like 27, 28 years old. It's ridiculous out here, man. But I don't carry uh, for anything like that, man. I carry because, for one, I got a family. Um, two, uh, I'm just, it's, I've always carried. <laughs> I come from a military family. Um, so, you know, it, it's, I'm, we hunt, we fish. I'm black, Mexican, and Indian. Um, I'm an outdoorsman, man. I do things like that. Yeah. Okay. My parents, right. You know, but this is, once again, this is exactly what I'm talking about. In places like Oregon and Florida, these majority white red states, you heard my man just said, just like the other gentleman just said, you know what I'm saying? You don't even need a license. You can just go to the gun store, buy a gun, and start carrying it around. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Because that's not something that we would I mean, of course, people have bought guns and carried them around here in New York City too. <laughs> License or not. But 
you know what I'm saying? Just to be able to do that from a legal standpoint is crazy to me. But now that's something that's yeah. going to be loosened up here, in, yeah. you know, in in in, uh, in uh, New York City also. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he going to the milk local store. Yo, uh, yo, can I get a bag of Funyuns? Yeah, let me get them now later. Um, let me get that Arizona. Oh, yeah, let me get that 45 right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, yeah. I've done that. I've done that. I just did it. Uh, as a matter of fact, just last week, I'm going to cross the street. Okay. I got me some bar papers. I got me a beer. And I bought 200 rounds. What the hell? Okay, uh, you got your, you know, got, got your ammunition and everything, huh? For real. For real. That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, all right, New York City, get ready. All right, this is what we got to look forward to. Let's get back into a little bit of music right now with a classic. Right on time with this one, too, Mr. Roy. This is Cool G Rap, Streets of New York. In the streets of New York, don't feel Follow the homicide scene. You live here, you're taking a chance. I look and I take one glance. There's a man inside an ambulance. The crowds are getting louder. I wonder how the people wanna go fight for the right powder. People hanging in spots. They waited till the block got hot and got raided by the cops. I'll explain the man sleeping in the rain. His whole life remains inside a bottle of a night train. Another man got his clothes in a sack. Cause he spent every dime of his rent playing blackjack. And there's the poor little sister. She has a little baby daughter named Sonya. And Sonya has pneumonia. So why's her mother and a couple and sister? Yo, that's a job. Sonya's mommy is a bar stripper. Drug dealers drive around looking hard. No anything in their brothers and sisters to the graveyard. Every day is the main event. Some old lady limps. The pushes and pants be strength. It gets tiring. The sight of a gun firing. They must desire for the sign of a flowering. A bag lady dies in the alleyways. She's seen the last of her days inside the subways. One more down the slope. Kids couldn't cope. So he stole somebody's dope and a gold rope. Now my son's on the one. He's the one and one had fun that was done by shotgun. Upstairs, I cover my ears and tears. The man downstairs must have drank too many beers. Cause every day is his life to beat his wife. To one night, she decides to pull a pushing knife. My man plays the sack. A tool called the arms on my mom's show railroad tracks. Many lives are cut short. It's when you're living in the streets of New York. Baby needs new shoes. But his papa uses all the money for booze. A young girl is undressed in the backseat of a caddy. Calling some man daddy. Three men playing inside an apartment. All you can see is the fuck when it's darkened. Daylight broke. Cops rolling on the scene. The truck war. Daily routine. Down the block. Just a poor man's jackpot. You went on a lot to get shot. shot. The drug dealing fanatics. But you don't want no static. Cause they got crack addicts with automatics. Shoot out for a desire for territory. A kid got caught on the crossfire. A tired mother can't take no more. She got the bottle full of sweet and pills and took about 24. Kill 
you when you walk. That's how it is in the streets of New York. Yeah, Dirty Basement Radio, if it wasn't serious enough, it's about to get even more serious here in these streets, New York City. Yeah, it's about to get real serious. Uh, I got a guest that's scheduled to be in the building. All right, looking for uh, uh, Messiah to be in the building. All right, I see, I see a, 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 a 740 area code. If this is my guest, please press that number one button, please. And let's see if we can get him connected and in the building, inspected to be in the building. Artist coming out of, I believe, the Pittsburgh area. I uh, big shout out to my brother, our son, for making that connection. Uh, yeah, I think this is he, in effect. What's going on, Yo. young man? What's good? What's good? Out here chilling. What's good? All right, I will definitely, pick? definitely welcome to the show. I right. appreciate you coming oh, through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right, you thanks know what I'm saying? So let's get, on. you know, straight. What's good? I said thanks for having me on. All right, no doubt. So, you know, now you come out of the Pittsburgh area, right? Yeah, right outside of Pittsburgh, a town called Aliquippa. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, what's the energy like, you know what I'm saying, what's the vibe, you know what I'm saying, let us know exactly, you know, who you are and, you know, uh, you know, uh, bring us, you know, you know, uh, inside, you know, your world a little bit as far as what your journey in this music industry has been so far. Well, shit, basically, I grew up in the music industry, you know, my father, is on um, Mervyn Stills, part of um, Lyrica Maestro, like wrote for the Spinners. You ever heard that song? Could it be on Falling in Love by the Spinners? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. yeah, my dad and my uncle wrote that. Oh wow, nice, wrote, like, nice. Okay, okay. For Motown and Atlantic Records, so you know, always been in the music. That's okay, okay. Up. So you got a heavy history from the ground up. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, so when did you decide <laughs> to get your feet wet and decide to step into the, you know, step into the studio? Oh, shit. Probably, like, whenever I was in um high school, I was going to school out in East Orange, New Jersey. I was living with my pops out there, like, going to school, and um, got Naughty by Nature out there, Queen Latifah. You know, I went to school with all of them. Okay. You know, doing the damn battling at lunch. Then when I right. moved back to Pittsburgh, I <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so you know when did you know saying you know so you know grow so growing up in that kind of atmosphere, you know, from your family, from the people that you went to, you know, uh, uh, high school with, I guess, you know, it was, it was almost like you were basically like destined to have some kind of an impact in the, uh, you know, in the music industry, you know, one way or the other. Yep. It definitely was destiny, you know. Shit. It was all I knew. Like okay. Indeed. So what was your, you know what I'm saying? So what was your, you know, like your first breakthrough moment, so to speak? You know what I'm saying? When did you know that you could really make a career out of this? Shit. I always thought I could. <laughs> but, like, my, my biggest song, like, it was like um, a song called Damage Track Number 8. I got a video up to that. That was, like, around 2012. Shit, even before then, um, I had a song called Trick Niggas. 
like in 2008, I was signed to Perfect Records out in California. And that okay. song was like all over the radio, out Pittsburgh. It was playing in Cleveland, a little bit down south. But it was playing in Pittsburgh heavy. Shit, that was yeah, like so what was that experience, you know what I'm saying? What was that experience like? Did you guys get to like tour off of that experience? Or what was that experience like having a you know song on the radio heavy like that? No, I had opportunities to tour, but, you know, I chose not to. I chose not to. I should have. I think I let that one slip. And then after then, I mean, I made a I mean, was there, was, yeah. was there a particular reason why? You know, I mean, most people, that's, you know, I mean, to go on tour is like, you know, one of the biggest deals. Why would you let that slide? So I have a family. You okay. Know, I have to take care of them. And I had a really good job. But, you know, I okay. let that slide. I let that slide. And then um, two years after that, I had an album called The Ordeal that I wrote and produced myself. And um, then I started doing shows out in California a lot, out in L.A. With this crew called um, Digging Daily. They fly me out there, and I do shows with them all the time. Okay. an artist out in L.A. But so how did that particular, how did that particular situation come about? Was that because of the label that you were signed to at the time? You know what? I had a video called Damage Track Number Eight, and I had a video to a song called Blast and Grab. And they seen those videos, and um, shit, they was loving Blast and Grab, and um, Damage Track Number Eight was doing real good for me. That's a song where you know I jump out of casket. And kill a couple motherfuckers and shit. Well, I don't know if I can cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you good, you good, you good. You know, I killed some motherfuckers and that. You know, that did real good for me. And um, they seen those videos and flew me out. Then they got to know me. You know, we just clicked. We still cool to this day. Okay, okay. So now, why Messiah of Madness? Why that name? You know what? I- I had a dream about that. You know, I had a dream, and I woke up and wrote the name down. Then I told my friends about it, and they liked it, and it stuck. It came to me in the dream. Okay, okay. How long you been carrying that name? Shit, since I was probably like about 22, 23, 22, 23 okay. years old. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah, I know that. I be called Tone Death. <laughs> Tone deaf? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like in high school. All right. <laughs> All right. We got you. We got you. All right. 563 That is the call-in number. We got our guest in the building, Messiah of Madness. All right. Hanging out with us, independent artist. All right. I got my dude, Mr. Raw, my co-host. Let me bring him in on the conversation, Mr. Raw. You? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? What's going on with you? Hey, what's good? Alright, so seeing how seeing how you know where you are now, but you said that you had some influences from Jersey. So basically yeah. having influences from Jersey is just like saying you have influences from New York too, because that leaks over. Yeah, you yeah, know? it's all the so, same area, all the same. Yeah, area. That's, you know what I'm saying. So if you you was leaking over, but it didn't even matter. So who who were some of the people that that was on your list that say you know what? That's the one that fueled my boat. That's the type of person 
that gives me energy to make me want to rap in uh, your Mount Rushmore of hip-hop. Slick Rick. Thank you. That's a nice thing. Keep it going. Keep it going. Shit, Slate Rick. Shit, who else? BDP. Public Enemy. You know, like back then. Like when I was in high school. Golden Era. Golden Era. Yeah. That's what I like. I, I, I like that. I like that. So, now, coming from the Golden Era, emerging into the era that we are in now, I don't even know what to call this era, but you know. It's an error. Right. <laughs> um, what do you <laughs> what not to bash it because they got their own thing going on, you know what I'm saying? And I respect mm-hmm. it. But what do you feel that is your obligation to be a part of what you submit as your offer to hip hop when you're on music now? I know it probably might seem like a little cliche, but like Honestly, like, to keep it real, like, really. Like, when I was coming up, you know, it's like from the roots, because I'm like an older cat. And it was always about, and definitely keeping it original, but, like, keeping it real, keeping it hard, hardcore, you know? That's how I come. Hey, yeah, you sound like myself. We, in the mirror. we looking in the same mirror. <laughs> I like nope. that. No, if it ain't hard, it ain't right. I try yeah. to make sure all my songs is hard. <laughs> all right, and one more, one more question before I pass you back to DJ Sincere. You know, mm-hmm. everybody has their, I guess, if you want to call it your dream collab. Like, if I had a, ch- if I had a chance to collab with blah blah blah, that would have made my career, or that would have made my day. Top. Top person, dead or alive, it doesn't matter who it is. Who who would have made your your career as a collab? Man, I like to collab with Ghostface. Producer tracks. I'm a producer also. Okay, Ghostface, okay. man, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. So you know, you know, you got me interested. I gotta hear some of your work, man, because you sound like you me. <laughs> 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 we sound like each other. But uh, I definitely always love hearing stuff like that, man. That that keeps me grabbing and thriving, you know. Because um, yep. me and Phil was just talking the other day, and we're gonna keep on, we're gonna keep on bringing this this uh this notion to light that only in hip hop people be trying to put put an age limit on it. Because any, nah, or no any other limit. music, any other music, people are still rocking till they can't rock no more. You know, and only in hip hop they'd be like, "Oh, you're getting too old to do this." Nah, I don't believe nah, in that at all. Nah, hell no. Nah. If you can rock, you can rock. And and you know, sincere. You know, we were just talking about that, and I'm I'm gonna keep saying it, and I don't care if I say it at the show. If you nice with it, it don't matter your age limit. I don't care as long as you're doing what you do. Don't stop the music, man. I salute you. I'm looking forward to Thanks. listening to your music. You know, I'm gonna get your social word, media. Word. Remember my name, Mr. Raw. You never know. We might network. We might collapse. You never know what can happen, bro. Definitely, Mr. Raw. No doubt. Salute you. Yeah, we definitely on the same page. <laughs> oh, you, you'll see when you hear my music. You'll see. <laughs> word, word. All right, Mr. Raw. Definitely appreciate you. All right, Dirty Baseball Radio, we're in the building once again with Messiah of Madness. All right, we got his single 30-round clip on deck. Getting ready to get into that in just a minute. Now, 
you had mentioned a couple of, you know, uh, a couple of names that you went to, you know, that you went to school with. Have you ever had an opportunity to do any songs with them? Honestly, I haven't even seen them since school. I haven't. Not even on the block okay. when I go back. That's real. That's real. A lot of times it is like that. We, you know, you know, once you leave high school, you don't never see those people again, right? <laughs> it's like that for real. So, you know, what I'm saying, I can dig it. I can dig it. You know, what I'm saying, no doubt. Now, you said that you're a producer, of course, and also, you know, MC. So, you know, you produce this mm-hmm. track that we're getting ready to get into. I'm quite sure. So, why don't you, yeah. why don't you introduce this so we can blaze this joint right now? Yo, this is the Messiah of Madness from Alacopa, PA, outside of Pittsburgh, and this is my jam, 30-round clip. Check it. I drug the body through the swamp, to his resting place. Cut off his hand, pulled out his teeth, and blew off half his face without a trace. Under six feet of muck, then went to dinner, cause I don't give a motherfuck. Laugh, choke, smoked and had a merry time. The folks stopped me, I even spit a couple rhymes. My fans are greatest, we took a few flicks. They on IG, check them bitches on my dick. Fly as usual, charisma busted out my pores. Rugged good looks, they busting out the fire tours. The pleasure's all yours, cause we ain't on the same shit. I leave church with more money than I came with. Divine mysteries, Messiah of madness. Murder and hack the bodies up using highly methodical methods like you would see in Auschwitz. All the while eating pizza and then dispose of them in the city dumps. 30 rounds in a clip, this ain't enough. When a nigga got lip and talking like he tough. Pup nigga stuff, I gotta call your bluff. My gun barrel puffs, you rolling in the dust. You was all fluff, just like a teddy bear. Your mom pissed, they thought you dead and dirty underwear. Fuck out of here, your funeral was so funny. Where's the money in the casket looking hella bummy? It's funny, but ain't a game out here. Only niggas find a slice from year to end. From year to year, don't shit change. But the names gunned down like a dog and led away in chains. The game remains the same, brain splattered on asphalt. Your life halts, it was your dumbass fault. Outlined and try to play around, you lay around. I'm spraying around, simply and short. I stay around. I stay around. That's definitely one of those ones right there. We got the artist in the building right now. Messiah Madness, you just finished listening to a 30-round clip. Remember when you heard that first right here on Dirty Basement Radio. Definitely official. Definitely, definitely official, brother. Word, word. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, that joint is definitely hard. That joint is definitely hard. We're definitely going to be rocking that real heavy here on Dirty Basement Radio. No doubt about that. No doubt. No doubt. So, you know, as far as your, you know, social media, as far as your contact info, please, you know, saying give that out to the folks. All right. On um, Instagram, 
You got a, it goes under Tone Folks, Messiah Madness, and on um, Facebook under Tone Folks. All right, all right. Uh, so we expect to, you know, uh, see you out and about anywhere, you know what I'm saying, this summer. You got any shows, any kind of festivals, you know what I'm saying, in the East Coast area? Right now we got a show in Pittsburgh on January 26th, and I'm working on some shows out in L.A. All right, all right. Well, definitely keep us in tune. You know what I'm saying? With anything that you got going on, bro. You know what I'm saying? When you're ready to drop some more singles, some more music, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know, come on through and, uh, you know, keep us up to date with what you got going on. Definitely do that, DJ Sincere. I definitely appreciate you, bro. No doubt. We're going to bring that joint back one more time as my dude, Messiah Madness, steps on out the door. This is 30 Rounds Clip, Dirty Basement Radio. We'll be right back. The body to the swamp, to his resting place Cut off his hand, pulled out his teeth And blew off half his face Without a trace, under six feet of muck Then went to dinner, cause I don't give a motherfuck Laugh, choke, smoked and had a merry time The folks stopped me, I even spit a couple rhymes My fans are greatest, we took a few flicks They on IG, check them bitches on my dick Fly as usual, charisma busted out my pores Rugged good looks, they busting out the fire's horns The pleasure's all yours, cause we ain't I leave church with more money than I came with. Divine mysteries, Messiah madness. Turn water to Hennessy or rascal or gasmic. Murder and hack the bodies up using highly methodical methods like you would see in Auschwitz. All the while eating pizza and then dispose of them in the city dump. 30 rounds in a clip, this ain't enough. When a nigga got lip and talking like he tough. Pop nigga stuff, I gotta call your bluff. My gun barrel puffs, you rolling in the dust. You was all fluff, just like a teddy bear. Your mom cause they thought you dead in dirty underwear. Fuck out of here, your funeral was so funny. Where's the money in the casket looking hella bummy? It's funny, but it ain't a game out here. Only nigga spotting slice from ear to ear. From year to year, don't shit change. But the name's guns down like a dog a led away in chains. The game remains the same brain splattered on Yeah, what up? This Brooklyn Zone, Uncle Murder. Yeah, this is Sticky from Sticky in the Hoods. What's good? This your girl, Beanie. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, C-Rock the Fury here, man. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, what it do, baby? It's your man, Mike. Hey, yeah, yo. check it out, man. Some more time. You know it's that official comment squad. Yo, this be the almighty fourth disciple in the place to be. What's up, y'all? It's your homegirl, Sunshine Anderson. This is Late, the international rhyme spitter, representing Wolf Time Recordings, England. Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Guru, the icon. I'm chillin' with my partner, Super Producer Solar, representing Seven Grand Records and all that. Yo, yo, this is MC Light, the one and only reppin' real hip-hop with DJ Sincere in the Dirty Basement Studio. <laughs> Check speaker. Oh shit! Yo, 
it, nigga, I'm well-renowned Holding it down, Bobby Brown My prerogative, provocative, cockiness by the pound I body a freak, in and out of the sheets To fly out the creek, my calories, I'm low Keep swimming down, let me lounge on the track Bounce with a snap loud, but I'm lax Smile when I'm back foul, but I'm black Wild, what I stress, I rather style with finesse Chris style and get high, live and direct On the set, now where they at? Silence that rap, Wayne in it at Running down on your trap, now get your gap Brown in my glass, cash in my casket I'm underground, falling in the life Ass to death, I'm coming back Flyer than I left, higher than I left Hypertension, deficits is sort of more Quiet than I left, probably five bigger rest With a fireplace, full shape Like a figure eight, with a wave like a bigger bell Anticipation 
of this uh, decision, uh, you know, uh, coming to pass. Because I guess it's been about maybe about maybe two months ago, there was a leak in the media of a uh, actual draft of this decision was actually leaked to the public, where it was uh, indicated that this was the direction that the uh, court was uh, leaning in, and sure enough, it came to pass. Um, this has been a long time coming. All right, this has been a long time coming. There's uh, a lot of people out there who play the long game, and this was definitely one of those situations. This has been talked about uh, over the course of the last 30 years that there's been a segment of the population. Some may say it's a minority, a very vocal minority, but nonetheless, a segment of the population that has uh, had this in its sights for a very, very long time in terms of wanting to uh, see this uh, turn back over to the states and allowing the states to make their own uh, own decisions. So now, once again, you have uh, a number of states that, you know, were uh, very, you know, restrictive as it were, and uh, this, uh, you know, allows them to, be, you know, basically to uh, uh, eliminate, you know, that uh, that medical procedure uh, in this, you know, in its entirety. Um you know, folks could folks could say you know whatever they want to say, but you know, from my perspective, it's like this: there are far too many, all right, opportunities to prevent pregnancy that should basically almost eliminate, or if not eliminate, now taking out any kind of exceptions. We want to we want to remove the exceptions, all right. Taken out in case of a rape situation or an incest situation or uh, a medical situation where, you know, it would lead to the death of the mother. All right. Taking out those situations, you know, those uh, because the vast majority is not going to experience that, you know, for a regular pregnancy, a regular birth where, you know, woman's going to carry the baby to term and give birth to it. Right. There are too many options. All right, if that's not what you want to happen from either solely from the woman's point of view, all right, you know, because, you know, she's, you know, in the midst of her hot girl, hot girl summer situation, you know, she want to, she's at that point of her life where she want to have a good time and she want to be out there, then, you know, it don't even have to be where, you know, the other person is, is even aware. Now, hopefully, you know, people have the common sense to, you know, put on a condom, you know what I'm saying, engaging from, from that perspective, but solely from, you know, the woman's perspective, there's so many, you know, you have the IUD, you have the pill, you have the patch, you have, you know, you even have a female condom, you have, you know, uh, uh, you could, you could take a shot that, you know, last, I think six months, I think you could put the patch on and that'll last three months. You have, you could do so many things to prevent pregnancy that abortion itself should be a very, very rare thing. Now, ultimately, should a woman have an option if she wants to engage in uh, do that? Yes. You know, should a couple have the option for whatever, you know, yes. But I think that there should be, like, a time limit. There should be a window. I think after a certain point in a, in a, in a pregnancy, I, I, I don't think that that should, I don't think that should be allowed after a certain point. But I think adults need to be adults, and I think they need to be responsible. And um, now I, I do understand. You know what I'm saying? I understand situation happens, especially, you know, those, uh, how shall we call it, the early morning rollover. All right, now, we all had an early morning rollover. Y'all know what the early morning rollover is, right? All right, now, you ain't looking for no condom <laughs> when you're doing the early morning rollover. All right? Okay, I get it. All right, but at the same time, they even have a, a, a 
Uh, they even have a, a option for that. All right, you got that so-called morning after pill. That you know, if you do do early, you know, the early morning rollover, and you know, what I'm saying, you know, things happen, things happen. All right, there's even an option for that. All right, and whether or not people, you know, are thinking about it right now, that is also another option. That so-called morning after pill that a lot of people are going to be seeking to eliminate, also because that's a, a so-called chemical abortion. So you have to keep your eye on that. Five six three nine 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 three zero five zero. Would love to know your thoughts on this one. Would like to hear from both sides. Would love like to, of course, would love to hear from the women on this and how they look at it uh, as it you know pertains to them directly. Five six three nine 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 three zero five zero. Mr. Roy, you got any thoughts? Yes, I do. Uh, you know, the heat-seeking missile is a definitely. Uh, a serious uh, involvement, but it is, you know, primary the uh, decision of both peoples. You know, a lot of the time uh, us men put the heavy on the woman the most. Uh, you should have protected and you should have this and you should have that. And then sometimes mm-hmm. the women put the heavy on us. Well, you should have pulled out or you should have wore this. Or you should have did that. And it is to me, it is a it's a valid uh, effort made by both. If you're being conscientious and talking, and you know, and hey, hey, let I will I will be an ignorant soul to tell you that slip ups don't happen, and in the heat of the moment, and all of those things, man, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about when it comes to that. But. You know, if you're being a responsible adult and and you want to have to consider one major thing, it's not just a situation of a pregnancy. You are trying to avoid, you know, STDs, you know, uh, life-threatening STDs, uh, you know, transmitting, transmitting other, you know, things from one to another, you know, uh, things that can reoccur. Like, uh, you know, herpes can go away and come back, go away and come back, Uh, gonorrhea, you know what I'm saying, Uh, chlamydia. Uh, You know, it's not just, I'm just going to make sure I ain't going to get you pregnant. It's not that only. It's being responsible enough, the both of you, to try to make sure. And don't don't be too ignorant to get information, you know. If y'all don't, you know, especially if y'all enter it, you know, I was watching um, what was it? I think being Mary Jane when it was um, Gabrielle Union, and um, you know, it it had gotten to the point that now every time she had altercation with some dude, and it was like, yo, you got your medical card on you, you know what I'm saying? Like your up to date medical card telling me that you you just recently had tests done and you good because he go mind. Or before we go, to, we, before we're going to get into anything, we're going to hit the doctors up tomorrow, you know. And it was just that serious. Like, what do you mean tomorrow? So we ain't going to do it today? No, we're not. We're going to hit up the doctors tomorrow, get everything squared away, and then when it says it's all good in the neighborhood, we can call Woody Woodpecker and go about our business. It's a it's a joint venture. It's a joint venture. The only thing that I seen on a television show recently, and I, it was just really mind boggling that um, due to uh, uh, a rape and then the young lady did not want to get rid of it. And I was like, you were raped by 
you didn't know who. You still chose to keep the baby. And I was just like, you know, that's that woman's body. So if it was her choice, who are we to tell her what to do with her body and the creation that was made in her body? So that was just kind of a harsh way of thinking. You know, it would have to be based on the it would have to be based on the individual. Okay. I saw I saw something online earlier today and it kind of reminded me of um uh it kind of reminded me of a movie. What's the name of this movie? It's a it's a Spike Lee movie. Uh Chirac. All right, I don't know if you ever saw Chirac, Mr. Roy. But the premise of Chirac was you know, there's too much, there's too much violence going on in Chirac. So in order for, you know, us to get y'all dudes to act right, we're going to stop giving y'all any sex until y'all stop the violence, right? That was the premise of the movie, right? So I saw this thing online today where a chick said to dude, she said, now this is the dude that she with, right? Chick says to dude, you know, uh, in light of this, in light of this uh, Supreme Court decision regarding abortion, I don't feel comfortable having sex with you unless you get a vasectomy. <laughs> Let me tell you that that movie, that movie Chirac had a great theme line, but it was ignorancy in it that made it not as interesting as it, as it could have been. The ignorancy from Nick Cannon, and it wasn't. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't due to that those actors because I did watch it. Because it was interesting, you know, and it, and it made me want to see what was going to come out of it. And it was kind of like a musical, you know what I'm saying? And, but it was just, you know, they could, the, point, the, the point that they were making, I was kind of cool with that. I was like, oh, oh, well, let me see where this goes. But it right. was just so, some of, the, some of the, the typecasting, the wordplay was just so ignorant that it was like, ah, they could have been better than that. But the idea yeah, I, I understand. I kind of understand what you're saying. I, I think I think the Nick Cannon character in particular was a little bit too cartoonish, I guess you would call it. So um, yeah, yeah I, I definitely understand where you're coming from in, in certain kind of aspects. But it was just like the whole the whole premise of the uh, of of the of you know of of the movie itself. You know, it really had to do with you know like standards and things like that, and you know the power that you know a, a group of people can possess in order to effect you know, change on a situation, which is, you know, what that was. But, you know, when I saw that clip on the clip on YouTube, when I saw it online, you know, uh, about the, uh, uh, you know, the woman saying, well, if you don't get a vasectomy, I don't feel comfortable, you know, having, you know, sex with you. That made me, that made me immediately, you know, think of that. I think that's like a real extreme, like, uh, now, I, what would you say? I mean, you know, I, I think if, if a woman that I don't with said that to me, that would probably lead to the end of the relationship. <laughs> yeah. That probably so, you know, you you telling me that you're not going to give me none unless I go and have this medical procedure? That's yeah, that would probably that, that 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 would probably lead to the end of the relationship right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how anybody else might think of that, but we're going to jump to the telephone lines and we're going to get some thoughts on this. Telephone lines are indeed open 563 Nine 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 three zero five zero. Let me go to this nine two zero area code. See what they got to say. I see my dude priest in the building too. We're gonna get him on the line in a minute. Nine two zero, you're live on the air. 
Good afternoon, DJ Sincere. Dark by K Swiss. How are you? Hey, K Swiss, what's happening? Oh, I'm enjoying this conversation right now. You know. All right. So, what you got I mean, to say? I'm not pro. I'm not one of those pro-abortionists, but I am a pro-right. The pro, the right to make your own choices. You know, uh, abortion might not be right for everybody, but like in the case of rape or something like that, you know, uh, that's a that's a different thing. I mean, oh God, I'm so angry about all this. My 15 year old granddaughter said to me yesterday that people who uh, own guns have more rights than a woman. You know? Mm. Because a a woman can't get an abortion if she's raped or anything like that. And it's like, it's sad. But what really pisses me off is what gives a body of government the right to tell you what you can do with your body. And, you know, you mentioned vasectomy. Isn't the sperm the other half of that life source? But that's legal. You know? Well, no, we got, we have a, you know, know, people, see, I was going to kind of avoid having this aspect of the conversation because I was thinking about it when Mr. Roy was, you know, saying something and saying about, you know, how things are, you know, 50-50, and in a lot of ways, you know, they're really not. We've had past shows here where we've had, uh, you know, shows about, you know, father's rights. And, you know, we've had the conversation about how things, particularly within that, you know, that uh, child custody, that, you know, child uh, uh, family court system is really, really kind of unbalanced. Now, I make the joke. I say, well, you know, you know, women talk about that, okay, well, I have to carry the baby to term this, that, and everything, my child, this, that, and everything. But, yeah, you're right, K-Swiss. You can't have, you can't make pancakes without the batter, all right? You can't make pancakes without the batter. I don't care what else you got, you need that batter, and men have the batter. But once that batter is given, it's like, okay, you don't really have any rights anymore because the woman determines whether she wants to bring the baby to term or not. So whether a man wants to have the baby or whether he doesn't want to have the baby, after the woman is pregnant, he really has no say in either one of those things. It's really her decision whether or not she wants to carry that baby to term or not. But while he has no rights, after that point, he has all the responsibilities, all right, as that, as that child's father, as the biological father. He, he's on the hook. He's obligated. You know what I'm saying? So that's a slippery slope in and of itself, you know what I'm saying, that aspect of yeah, it. And, now, I, and she's obligated for life, too. You know, she's obligated yeah, but, for life, right. too. Right, but it's her ultimate choice. Like I said, it's her ultimate choice. She, she has the last say in terms of whether she wants to bring that pregnancy to term or not. That's the difference. If that man says, I don't want, I, I don't want you to have this child, and she says, no, I'm keeping it, there's nothing he could do. Right. But now they're taking that decision away from the man, too. So it's not only the woman being affected by 
making abortion illegal, the man is affected as well because if the two decide, all right, we really don't want this baby at this time, perhaps an abortion would be best for both of us and that, no, you can't do it. Well, I mean, I guess that could be part of the argument too, but, you know, that's a lack of responsibility at the beginning of the process because, like I said earlier, there are so many ways to avoid getting to that point. There are too many ways. I mean, something as simple as putting on a condom to something as late as the morning after pill. So from the beginning to after, you have different methods to avoid having to, you know, get to that point where you have to go and have a surgical abortion. You understand? There's so many different options. I I agree. To even even not get pregnant in the first place. But in the event of a rape or oh, uh, all right. I understand that. It was and a medical begin- necessity, you, mm-hmm. it's taken away from you. All right. Now, that part. You know, I what get. are you supposed and to I- do? Go around and, and be take your birth control and all that stuff or whatever on the assumption that I might be raped? No, but I get what you're saying on that. And at the beginning of my commentary, I set that aside. All right, because those are going to be your rare occurrences. All right, those are going to be your rare occurrences. Those are going to be your smaller percentages. Is it going to happen? Yes. Are you going to have pregnancies because of rape and incest? Yes, you are. Are you going to have situations where, you know, the uh, uh, to bring the pregnancy to term would be, you know, uh, a dangerous situation for the mother? Yes, you're going to have those situations, too. Are they going to be the majority of situations? No, they're not. Are they going to be a, a very, very high percentage? I would say no, they're not. The vast majority of situations are going to be two adults engaging in consensual sex, and they get pregnant, all right? But prior to them, you know, getting pregnant, there are so many other methods, as I keep reiterating, to avoid even getting to that particular point. You know what I mean? Now, this has been done on a federal level, and this gives me the opportunity to reiterate what I've said a thousand times, all right? <laughs> People need to take control of their local politics, because what, what did the Supreme Court really do? Like a gentleman said earlier, they took it away on a federal level, and they gave it back to the state. So each state is in a position to make its own laws regarding how, uh, uh, how open they're going to be, or in the case of a lot of these states, how close they're going to be in terms of what they allow, right? But us as the citizens of these different states, we have the opportunity to say, okay, well, if this is something... Now, now the people that are there, they may agree with it. You know, the vast majority of people say, well, we don't want to allow this in the state that we live in because this is the way we feel about it. You know what I mean? But if you get a, a particular kind of particular kind of energy going and you could turn that around, then the people have the opportunity to elect the people that they want put those people in the office and enact the kind of legislation that they want. If they wanted to, if they want to have uh, abortion, you know, legal and uh, unencumbered in their state, then they have the opportunity to do so through that elective and legislative process. That's all it really is. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, well, it's just no, I'm on. in the state of, I'm in the state of Wisconsin. Okay. In 1843, it was a 
the law went in in 1843 that abortion was illegal in the state of Wisconsin. Well, then during this time where it was legal federally in that stuff, it was monitored, allowed, you know, that kind of stuff. But now because of this overturn that the federal government did in giving it to the states in Wisconsin, boom, effective immediately yesterday. They're going to enforce that law dating back to 1843 or 1848. And now the states of Illinois and Minnesota, those Planned Parenthoods and that, are preparing for thousands of people to cross the state border to get legal abortions. Well, you know, I think if... You know, I think it's definitely going to cause a change in behavior, you know, and um, I think it may cause uh, people to reconsider some of their actions. And maybe that may be a good thing ultimately. You know, I think it may result in maybe less unplanned and ultimately unwanted pregnancies, which leads to the need to even get an abortion because it's not wanted. It may, it may lead to a change in that because of a, uh, of a, a necessary change in people's behavior. You know, that, that might be something uh, good that may come out of it on, on that side of it. Um, I just think that people are going to need to be, you know, a, a bit, uh, a bit aware too of what else may be, you know, coming down the line because, you know, uh, there's other things that they're taking a look at. You know, Clarence Thomas has already came out and said so. And some of these things have, haven't have been on the books nearly as long as Roe v. Wade was. So, and you know, in a case like that, we may be looking at um, even the right to contraception itself. You know, I'm talking about the various methods of birth control and you know, next thing you know, you might, you might, you know, you might want to stock up on your condoms because you <laughs> you might you might not be able to you know that might become a hot commodity. I'm laughing, but I'm also thinking in the back of my head, I might want to order a, like a pallet. You know what I'm saying? Condoms might become you know uh, more expensive than gases right now. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, you know, as you, everybody yeah, might get real serious. You know, human nature, human nature, people are going to do it. Now look at the Catholic religion. It's against the Catholic religion to use any form of contraception. Right. And don't don't hit though. Abortion is a moral a mortal sin with the Catholic Church as well. But you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, of course. People are gonna have sex. People are always gonna have sex. All I'm saying is people may be more mindful about you know, who they're having sex with and under what situation and circumstances they're having sex with, uh, having sex with. And maybe just maybe they'll cut back on, you know, the, 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 the total recreational aspect of it, at least a little bit and be a little bit more mindful and not get themselves in the situations where at the end of the day, they have an unwanted pregnancy. All right. That's what, that's what we want to, you know, try to avoid now, you know, now another aspect of this conversation too is the population. On one hand, you, you hear the you know, you hear the conspiracy theorists and always talking about population control and, you know, they want to eliminate, you know, billions of people from off the planet. 
But then on the other side of things, you hear about, you know, certain parts of the population where the birth rate is going down, and that is a cause of concern. So I think that, you know, I think that may play a part in it, it too, in terms of uh, uh, some parts of the population aren't having children at the rate that they, you know, they did, while other parts of the population, you know, their numbers are, you know, where they were, if not, you know, increasing. So it may be an attempt, too, on an unspoken level to, you know, whatever babies are going to be born to a population that has decreasing numbers, they need to keep all the babies that they possibly can. So that may be another reason why this has, you know, uh, come down the line, too, even though it may be a largely unspoken aspect. Dirty Basement Radio, we're having some fantastic conversations today. The Supreme Court has uh, allowed us to have some uh, teachable moments, I guess, as it were, in related to uh, gun rights and also uh, this abortion situation. I got my dude Priest in the building right now. He's been holding on patiently. Priest, talk to me. Man, I feel like I'm Catholic, then. you know what I'm saying, based off the Why definition the sister just said it. Because, see, I come from old people, like I just said to a young lady today. I come from old people. So if I'm going to have sex with you, it's sacred. Okay, and I'm having sex with you. I'm deliberately trying to breed you. That's what it was for in the beginning, deliberately to make a race of people from doing that act. That's the only thing I know it for. I don't know it for pleasure. I don't know it for any of those things because I never had that experience. Anytime I personally tried it outside of what I know is the truth, I got uh, a BD the first time I tried that shit as a kid. The first time out. So that taught me, yo, if you ain't going to do it, don't do it. Don't do it. So I had this staunch idea that what I know to be true is if I'm hitting it, you're going to get pregnant because I eat good, and I'm going to make sure you eat good. Now, I got 15 <laughs> children behind my I got I got 15 children behind what I said. So I proved what, right. what I'm saying from the, from the first time I slipped up. So after that, I deliberately only had one partner, deliberately. All the way up until I recently got divorced from the one that I married to 25 years. She said, you All just right. had me to fulfill your lust. I said, yes, that's exactly right. That's why we have 11 children. So I ain't never had no side chick. I never had no side chick until last night I had to say that to another sister. I never had a thought about no side chick because my honor was my wife having all these children for me. That's my honor. So that proved I ain't had no side chick, period. So now to me it was an honor thing. It was a clean thing. So now I found out that having sex with people based off of how you feel, that shit is deadly because somebody will tell you after you finish having sex with them that, yo, I got a disease that you might have in a few minutes. But they tell you after they after you had sex with them. The feeling was good. Oh, man, you loved it. But then they, they feel the need to tell you, like, yo, I got something that you might get. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Maybe I'll shoot you in the head later. That's what's going on. Okay? <laughs> really? That's how people are dealing with it. And I'm saying, to avoid all that issue, because I'm not talking about all the other stuff, I'm saying my personal opinion is, not going to take too long, if women don't want to have no babies, then go ahead and be a lesbian. It's legal. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead. Have your Have your fun. Have your do the licky licky and do your thing. Just like that's why certain races are underdeveloping their their children mechanism because they like each other. The men like the men, and the women like the women. So those are the people that's making this big decision a problem because it's a smoke screen because they can't breathe. They can't really breathe. So they gotta poison you. 
Get you AIDS, get you disease, so you won't breed. Because believe me, they can't breed if they try. And for real, for real, they should go back to their own behavior. You can't destroy a people and decide to be a people. Biology will catch up with you where you are no longer able to breed. So it's not for rape that you have a baby. Women go out and have sex knowing that I ain't wearing no protection. So if I get pregnant, I don't even care. Do women think like that now? Oh, real shit. I had a six-hour conversation with one. So if they think they can do that shit and still live, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. So the law struck down. It was great because it makes conversation with all the women in my family. Seems to be only women alive in my family at my age. I'm 60. And I'm like, there's something wrong with that. We're only women alive. And they're talking about, well, uh, you can't have no sex with a man. The man ain't no good. Okay. The man ain't no good. Go stand over that side right there. Okay, because if you're good enough to bang up, if you're good enough for the bang, you're good enough to have that baby. Okay, mm. good enough to have that baby. If you're banging him, he's good enough to have that baby. So well, we get to the part where there's a system guess, at play. I mean, I guess you should also slow down the population. I mean, I guess you should also say, you know, if he's good enough to bang and good enough to have the baby, then he's good enough to stay with being a committed relationship and marry then, right? Hey, bro, guess what? Every, everybody I had sex with, I married. <laughs> That's why I've been divorced three times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, all, all my children got my name and my legacy, and I'm a single father right now with eight children. So, yeah, I take right. care of my own stuff. I take care of my own. And had the woman done it correctly, and like she never had to work prior to that, she would still never have to work if she had done it correctly. But, you know, sometimes you shoot crap and you crap out. So she shot crap and she crapped out. That's have a fact. nice life. And That's you crap fact. out. That's you could have got all. You could have got every bit of it. And I still would have left you alone, because for real, there's too many women out here to even care about one. But if I care about one, you should be like, yo, he only care about me. And you should really take that shit to the bank. But people don't value that no more. They be like, I want to fuck this guy, that guy, that girl, and everybody. And I hope I don't get any disease. What kind of bullshit is that? I'm sorry. Let me get off that. The law made it so you can't do that shit now. If you fuck, you get stuck. That's the new T-shirt. <laughs> if you fuck, you get stuck. What? Yes, indeed. I, I, hey, hey, I kid you not. I've been talking no, to people you all are, day. You are. You are. It's real talk. No, bro. We're making T-shirts in Puerto talk. Rico right now because we've been talking about it all day. Remember, this thing is historic. Because remember, our people of color is the ones most detrimented. We messed up because nobody wants to be a mama no more. Nobody wants to be a, a grandma. Nobody wants to be anything that we are known for doing. We are known for being a grandma. Ain't no other race known for no grandma. Ain't no other race can compete with us with breeding. Nobody with on the planet. I'm going to make a big statement. Nobody can do what we do, okay? And I wish a European or any other people ever stand up and say, yo, I made 15 children with one woman. I wish you could say that. That's what our people are known for. We're known for honor. So when people bring in the dishonor, it's other people who are trying to make a systematic extinction of people by putting in behaviors that everybody can stand back and say, well, we didn't kill those people off. They killed themselves by their behavior. Yes, your behavior killed you. You're absolutely right. Because I, I didn't have no intention of stopping Right now, I ain't intention to stop it. I'm intending on making some another baby as soon as I get the, the right female to do it. I ain't going to take care of her like I've been doing the rest of them in my life. 
and people can stay out of my business because they ain't writing no <laughs> check. They ain't paying no electric bills. I sure only people I know that boy Pampers any time in 25 years is you and some other people contributing when I ain't have no money. So I know for sure you can say, Freeze, another one? Yeah, so get your bank account ready because you be buying Pampers in a little bit for me. Happy birthday and all that shit. <laughs> It's gonna be a real expensive to hang around me, so I'm not I'm not the guy to really speak on that. But I'm saying why we can't look at our own behavior. How about that? And stop blaming people for what right. we do. When we start right. being narcissists and pessimists and whatever all that miss could we missing. We ain't treating our, we ain't treating each other with love and respect, man. We ain't doing that. We're doing some shit like we fell for the okie doke. Now everybody's trying everything to become extinct on your own. Hell, we don't even look like each other no more. When did we start growing straight hair? I ain't get that shit. When did we start growing thinking they're like vampires? What is, it, is all this going on, man? Somebody dressing us up and making us destroy ourselves. I am done talking. Boom. I've been talking for six hours straight, bro. We own this matter. This is a serious matter, so don't nobody take it like it's a joke. Okay, women are being raped and forced to keep the child now. Yes, keep the child. You got raped. Keep the child. Teach a child how not to get raped. Teach a child that you may not know your father, but guess what happened? You are my child, and you're going to be loved the same way, even with your ugly face. I'm going to love you, baby. All right, and that's what we got to do now. We're going to have to step up, bro. We ain't going backwards. We ain't never going backwards. You with me? Yes, sir. I got my man preaching the building, giving some real spit, giving some real talk right now. We definitely appreciate your words, priest. We definitely appreciate your you know, your wisdom and your experience and, uh, you know, what you have to say today. Uh, Dirty Basement Radio, we're having some real serious conversations and some real talk. we give you the realest talk and the hottest music. That's why you can't ever, ever, ever miss a show. Uh, every single Saturday, 5 to uh, 7 p.m. or sometimes 8, you know, we'll see we're running toward the uh, 8 o'clock hour right now. we got about another 50 minutes left in this particular show, so we still got a lot to play and a lot to say. Uh, we got the uh, a go and notice coming up in just a little bit. We're going to jump to a little bit of music right now and take a little break. This is my dude, JP3. This is Don't Worry. Stop all that, Buster. Yeah. 
need to get my stash And I'm worried about my woman But she's worried about my cash Oh, I can't worry I'm worried about my job, and I'm worried about the mob, and somebody done changed my bottle, so I'm worried about my God, oh, I can't worry. Girl Surreal Miss Sex Appeal chilling with DJ Sincere in the original Dirty Basement Studio in New York City. I'm a flirt. Soon as I see her walk up in the club, I'm a flirt. Winking eyes at me when I roll up on them dubs, I'm a flirt. Sometimes when I'm with my chick on the low, I'm a flirt. And when she's with a man looking at me damn right, I'm a flirt. So homie, don't bring your girl to meet me, cause I'm a flirt. And baby, don't bring your girlfriend to eat, cause I'm a flirt. Please believe it, unless your game is tight and you trust her. Then don't bring around me, because I'm a flirt. Now swear to tell the truth and the whole truth when it comes to... I be pimping like I supposed to, rolling like I supposed to, shining like I supposed to, in the club, 
Special DJ Sincere remix of that R. Kelly flirt right there for y'all. 
right, I'm back on my bullshit, giving y'all something special every now and again. Mr. Ross, I'm working on something new, working on something new, so you might get something. You might get something tomorrow. I might I might drop something on my Instagram if I get a chance to. If not, you know, uh, maybe you'll have something to premiere this week on the Brother and Sister Experience. That sounds good to me. I wouldn't mind uh, premiering a couple of uh, DJ uh, premiere exclusives every Thursday for the next couple of Thursdays. Let all them other people take a back seat and let's show them how we do it. All right, that's what it is. We've got about another 40 minutes left in the show, so let's get to this going note right now. We've got a few few artists up on deck. I think i got about five today, Mr. Roll. only got about five today, so uh, let's get ready to get into it. Notorious, just like Christopher Wallace. Yeah, uh, the biggest. Yeah. 
Walking in bitch with them bands in my pocket. Bitch, my bitch from the back, got a screaming big popper. I feel like Christopher Watts. You trade that again, I don't get a big get killed. That like be mooch of the heart. But I still post in the trial with a big ass sack. I'm not your regular artist. So with my niggas, we gon' regardless. Men that how baby that asking what be mooch come out the park. Serving A1, we got dope on the mark. Go to the back and I make a deposit. Dripping in water, no faucet. When I pop out on my pop, might take a trip to the tropics just to go pop it. Made me six figure on box. Falling in bitch with them wreck ass. Freaky little bitch trying to eat me on stage. Niggas ain't talking about shit. Niggas ain't hitting on shit. Niggas got mad cause I'm rich. They ain't wanna see me like this. Took off on niggas, I know that they pissed. Rockin' this water, I might just get seasick. Big ass against and they hit on my liver. Cold ass nigga, but keep me a heat stick. Alright, that was Big Moochie Great. And that was Christopher Wallace. Alright, let's start it off with Mr. Roy, see what he got to say. I'm kinda disappointed. First of all, you gonna name your song after Big and come with some bullshit like that? Come on, come on, come on. Alright, Mr. Roy, go ahead. You kind of just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> now, first of all, Big Moochie Great, that's his name? Yeah, Big Moochie Great. He should have named, named the song Big Moochie Trying to Be Great. But you, you, you no, tried not, to no, name no, not, no, no, not Big Moochie Great. Great, like a grape that you eat. Uh, what? Oh. <sighs> All right, um, he didn't do nothing spectacular for, for me. He didn't do nothing different than that's what's being done right now. The name dropping was already giving people expectations to, just for them to listen to the song. So more than half of the people in the world hear this song called Christopher Wallace is going to be intrigued to hear what he's going to do, but they're going to be disappointed. That's enough for me. Yeah, straight like that. Straight like that. I'm like, what in the world? All right, Priest, talk to me. What's your thoughts well, on the song? My thoughts on the song is no, it's not going anywhere. Because when y'all get tired of talking about how y'all going to do a chick, these just got all type of illness, mental illness, everything. And y'all just talking about how y'all going to give an abortion and shit. It's like, yo, come on, man. Ain't y'all done with that type of shit? Probably not. But no, I'm not supporting that foolishness no further. It can drop in the trash can because I know too many spectacular women that got issues behind that shit. No, stop that bullshit. Then you don't need no Roe versus Wade. I'm done. All right. All right, Priest, thumbs down, too. All right, look like we're off to a bad start on this first song. Hey, Twitch, you want to chime in? Yeah, I mean, it's a no for me. I was, after the first few lines of the lyrics, I'm just like, just listening to the beat. That's the only thing it had going for it. The rest was like, eh, sounds like everybody else. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. All right, well, that's, that's pretty much that's pretty much the consensus here for that particular song. So, Big Moochie, great. Come on, man. You got to do better than that. Got to do better than that. Uh, once again, I got another 202 area code. If you want to play along, press that number one button. I don't know if my dude uh, Ben Buttons, I know he had his granddaughter, got his grandchild with him. I don't know if he's back around, if he's uh, still occupied. Let me see if he's in the building. Buttons, you still around? You running around with your grandchild? They keeping you busy? 
Yeah, he must be he must be running around still. All right, we'll let him do his thing. He's tuned into the show, checking us out as we do our thing. All right, let's get to this next artist up on deck. Goes by the name of Charlie Boy, and this features Little Roni and motherfucking Fat Pimp, along with No Shame. <laughs> this song is called Fine Woman. I like that. I like I like that already. I hope I like the way it sounds. All right, let's see what he's talking about. Going up. Uh, you're listening to the lab rat. Stripper songs. I mean, everybody gotta be stripping and banging. That's where the Roe versus Wade come in at. That's where it should come in at. Cause now they promoting that. You gotta like, no, I'm not promoting that, man. No, that ain't safe sex. They, they ain't even no, hitting pre- safe sex. Okay, but okay, all right. But from a from a you know from a song perspective, did you like the song itself? In any a- no, in, in any aspect. No. Because the people gonna get past what he's saying and get to the beat, so the beat funky, the beat gonna make you rock to that. So now you gonna use subliminal messages on people. So any woman that's that particular measurement, she gonna say she fit into that category. So now in particular for that song, I was with an old lady today while we were selling books, and two women that looked just like that, big women, all looking like that. The old woman said, that is fucking nasty. And she said it so loud that the girls had to hear her say that. Okay, and then she calmed down. She said, see, I can't even keep my mouth closed because we didn't do that where we come from. We didn't do none of that. So this next generation is telling us to accept what they're doing at the alarming rate of falling into deadly traps. At the deadly rate, we fall into traps, youngins. Y'all ain't getting to be my age. Y'all don't even care about being my age. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not promoting it. No, no, thank you. Give me something like, I give me something t- good now. I appreciate, I appreciate, appreciate shutting it down just uh, based on the, uh, you know, I guess the uh, the advertisement of it all, the advertisement of it all. I understand where you're coming from, bro. I understand where you're coming from. All right, Mr. Roy, what's your thoughts? 
Well, um, honestly speaking, the song was engaging and it had great flair to it and it sounded great for about 10 years ago and if it had Nelly at it because that sounds like Nelly 10 years. That's just it. I was this, just waiting. Okay. I was waiting okay. to hear Nelly as soon as it dropped. He had all that on lock ten years ago. Not now. Perfect. That you know, I was I was trying I was trying to think of it, but you nailed it right there. You nailed it. But I did like the style that he did it in. I did like the kind of style. I didn't like the fact that he took so long to get to it. You know what I'm saying? I think there was I think there was way too much in the beginning. You know, too much of that whole like chanting kind of, you know, uh, you know thing because it wasn't really. I mean, it, it went well with the beat. It became like part of the beat itself. You know what I'm saying? But I think it was too much. You know, they could have brought the lyric in like a whole lot earlier. But yeah, you're right. You know, I was thinking, I was trying to think, and like the only one I could think of was like '69 boys. I'm like, no, that's not it. That's not it. But yep, you nailed it. He has that. He has that kind of a Nelly-ish. Yeah, it had that kind of a nelly sound. But you're right. I did like the way that he. I like the way he flowed on it, and I like the style that he did it in. It, it, it's like you know, like the style itself is, a, is is catchy. I like it's catchy. I like the fact that he didn't curse. I like the fact that he didn't curse, even though he's big woman looking real slick. He didn't. He didn't take it provocative, so that would have been able to last at the time that he come out with. It would have been good because right. he would have had a nice video. He would have had a nice video with some big ladies in there looking nice and some tight jeans or whatever. So he didn't go, you know, you know, he didn't go provocative how it can go the way it goes now. So I, I, that's one of the things I did appreciate for that. But that's okay. the player he had. Okay. All right, let's see Kate Swiss on this, see what she thinks. Uh, what do you think about that last song? I liked it. Um, I can picture it in a club and getting the people at least out there to start dancing. Yeah, the vibe, the energy in that was I was dancing to it. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's one of those songs that you kinda of play early in your set 'cause I was I was thinking about that too. I was like, Well, where would I play this at? How would I play this? You know what I'm saying? It's a you know, it's like definitely like an early part of your set to get the people going a little something, you know, let them vibe to it and see what's up. So yeah, all right, all right, all right. So we kinda we kinda split down the middle a bit on that song a bit. But um, I think for the most part, you know, it's a good song. But like Mr. Ross says, it may sound a little bit, a little bit dated, but I guess we'll see how it goes. We'll keep an eye on it and see how it does in the market. Uh, next song up on deck, I think we got a young artist on this one, if I remember right from seeing the, uh, the, uh, the cover for this, uh, for this song. artist goes by the name of Lil Jeezy, and this song is called I'm a Baller. Let's see what's good with this going up. I'm a baller. Pass them up. Make them touch ground.
Hi, that's Little Jeezy. You heard the song. I'm a baller. Now, I think being that this is a young artist, it's a child artist, we got to kind of judge this one a little bit differently. Um, I want to know what y'all think about the people that are handling, you know, this young man. Are they marketing him properly right now? Is this the right direction, you know, for artists? I mean, I would think he's, you know, from the sound of his voice, he's probably nowhere older than 10, you know, at the most. So uh, what do you think, Mr. Roy? That was my first question. My first question was, how old is he? Because I am a avid um, watcher of the rap game with Jermaine Dupree. I watch about five uh-huh. seasons of it. And he had rappers from the age of nine to the age of 17. So judging from the way he was talking, he had to be around nine, if nine, ten. If he was yeah, I gotta say no, that, no older than that, no older. Because yeah, if he was anything older than that, then he's rhyming too babyish. And if he's anything younger than that, then he's he's kind of up to par. I I I don't know if I heard right in the beginning. He said something to the trap house, and that's what threw me off. I'm like, did he say the trap house? And I'm like, that's the one mistake they made. They shouldn't have never let him say that. He said something, something to the trap house. And I was like, what? Hmm. So, you know, me, I would have to see what he looks like. And, you know, judging it from what he's doing, he's talking about brushing his teeth, going to play football, got his fans, his family and his fans for support. I kind of like that direction. But the trap house thing part, that just threw me off. Okay. Well, I like it. All right, all right. All right, let's see. All right, let's see what uh, so like overall you're gonna give it a go or no? I'm gonna give it a go because he's young. Okay. All right. All right, K Swiss, what do you think about that one? I like it. Uh, yes, he's young. I hope that if he has a manager, whether it's his parent or what, that they make sure he has a good engineer that can work with him. You know, and uh, market them, especially like the junior highs and stuff. You know, the kids are listening. Did you like that song? Yes, I liked it. It was cute. Okay. All right. Well, she's on board with it. She's on board. All right. Let me get uh, get Priest to find a word on this, see what he thinks about this one. Priest, what do you think about this song with uh, yeah, Lil' Jeezy? I love stuff like that. I love that. I love stuff like that. That is what hip-hop was about, telling people what you're going to do. And how you going to set up your business so it's going to be successful, okay? And he did every bit of that. He told you he got his fans. He got everything. Everything we tell you in the music business now, get your fans called in. We might pass your music if your fans call in. Same thing. He did all that. Now, what I heard, I didn't hear trap. I heard the way he's going to dribble the ball. He's going to make you take a nap. So I was like, oh, my man got some little some stuff with him. So five or ten years into the right business with the right manager, he'll be all right. And that music where he got is definitely a commercial. You take 30 seconds of that, as you know, and I know, he can do that in front of high school kids, and he just be promoting the next the next junior high school or high school for non-star. He could be like, yo, the next star um, high school is this guy in, in Oklahoma. And he'd be the, um, he'd come out when the team come out and sing the same song. And that people, it's sure. good to have good hygiene. It's good to have all your family in the stands. And that's some real shit. I like that, man. I really did. 
and I would support it every day, you know what I'm saying, personally. But, you know, I'm okay. never a real, real guy. Yes, it's okay. a go. All right. All right, Priest. All right. All right. Look like it's unanimous on that one. Everybody's on board with that one. I big shout out to to uh, 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 Little Jeezy. All right, on that song, I'm a baller. All right, next song up on deck. Now, hopefully, we can keep this going a little bit for these last couple of songs. All right, artist goes by the name of Quiet Money, and the song is called Chin Up. All right, let's see if you got something to talk about going up. Shit, chin up, nigga. Rap, know what it is. Let's go. Uh. I ain't the one for all that sucker stroke and gossip kicking cans. I'm walking around, I'm all broke with a dot holding her hand. I'm known to break a bitch consistently, putting bitch in her head. You want to turn up just like me? First, you got to understand. I strategize, push through problems, and execute every plan. I ain't playing, keep it private and product in high demand. If it's a problem, we have pocket for powder and push a man. I'm about a profit. Niggas popping they pussies in skinny pants. I get on some shit for real, niggas to starve. Ramadan, rock it only slam this bitch in your top like a lingerie. Niggas playing king rolls, but truth be told, they only pawn. I'm a dawn, when they see me get nervous with sweaty palms. Send your ass straight to hell, knock the angel off your palms. God protect me from who rise against me, nigga, that's from Psalms. How about 10 a.m. and press you and stretch you with something long? Always be your next to king that'll do you dirty and wrong. Fuck them all, my heart been cold as December. Chase a hawk a nigga down until he fall like September. Fuck a hot summer, you ain't never seen no hot winter. And my prices ain't the same from Yesterday they just went up, chin up, chin up. Any issues that I run across, know how I give it up. Keep a couple rentals tough. It ain't smart, don't try your luck. I never been. Uh, that was Quiet Money. The song is called Chin Up. All right, well, I think, uh, personally, I think that one needs a whole, whole, whole lot of work. But let me see what my folks think about it. All right, uh, Mr. Roy. Quiet Money needs some, some um, volume. His song is too quiet. It was just too low. It was gangster, but if that's your if that's your category and you like that, that's cool. But as far as as the um, first first impression, it's not mixed good. It's really low. Hey, boy, what's up? I mean, it sounded terrible, and on top of that, it was just plain boring. It was boring. All right, priest, what do you think? My sentiments exactly. That type and that style of music, meaning you got to take time out when you go to the studio and have somebody outside of your crew listen to it before you put it out there. Because that was he like... He probably the only one listening to it. <laughs> he probably the only one listening to it. He was crazy. I don't even think he listened to it. I don't think he listened to that. Because if you had listened to that, you would have you put that, be like, nah, man. Give it to your sidekick. I said she's going to live off of that. I'm sorry. Let me stop. I'm being nice today. I'm having a, a nice, Roe versus nice. Wade moment. Yeah, I have a Roe versus Wade moment, so I gotta be careful of everything I say now. No, it's all good. It's all good. You live on Dirty Basement Radio. You know we allow that free expression. All right, but if y'all want to hear Priest in his full element, make sure y'all tune in this Monday for the Listening Room Philly. He'll be in the building with JP3, and you can hear him in his full element. Uh, Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, uh, K-Swiss, what you thought about that last song, Quiet Money? It's a no for me. You pretty well hit it on the head. It was boring, and it needs a lot of work. Okay, no doubt. Straight up like that. 
All right, so we went from straight from the highs down to the lows. <laughs> went from little Jeezy to quiet money. So uh, let's see if we can pick it back up. I think I got just one more song left. I think, yeah, just one more song left. So uh, who is this right here? Okay, this is, uh, I guess this is Ricky. Yeah, this is Ricky, artist by the name of Ricky. And the song is called No L's. So I guess they're not taking no L's. Hopefully we we won't be taking one listening to this. Let's see what it do. Go and know. This beat is marvelous. I'm in a lane. I'm home in no face and okay. Hey. When you pulling up on me, make sure you keep it low key. He can't wait to tell his niggas that he knows me. I've been waiting for a nigga who could hold me down. song with her. I think she could really go the distance with that. The technique where I introduced her tonight, like the, the Jazz Crusaders, whole four-minute song was just full orchestration, full background. Yeah, that song going to work, too. It's just a primo, so I understand it. She get her orchestra with her. She got a good career, a great career, for real. Personal opinion. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Priest, Priest, Priest is liking that one, liking that one, likes her potential. Okay. All right, K-Swift. She, I think she has a great voice and she has potential. Uh, there were parts of it that I think the engineer put the auto-tune in the wrong spot and it could have been somewhere else. Um, so I'll give her a pass this time, but I'd like to hear something else. Okay. All right. All right. All right. K-Swiss like you put the auto-tune in the wrong spot. <laughs> Move it over there. All right, all right, all right. I have to get that another list and see that myself. All right, Mr. Roy, you get the last word. Um, honestly, um, oh, there's, so many, there's so many songs that sound like that that I would like to just hear her singing without auto tune. You know, because there's a song that sounds exactly like that. With that, mm, with that, mm, it's a it's a popular song. And when I heard her, I thought that was the same person. And I realize it's not. So, you know, I would like to I would like to appreciate her a little better by hearing her without auto tunes at all. 
and just give me, you know, that what she this offering is going to pass because it sounds like what's going on. So the people that love what's going on, they're going to like her because she's giving them what they're used to. But I would like to hear her skip that auto tune and just give me that singing and let me hear her real potential. Then I can judge her on her singing level from one to ten. Okay, no doubt. Well, for me, just on this first listen to this song, I like the feel of the song. You know, I like the sound of the song. I have to give it another listen to really analyze it more. But just on first listen, I did like the feel of the song. I just see, I just saw my man Two Face in the building. I Two Face, I ain't see you. Let me bring him on. Two Face, what's good? Oh, hey, yo, yo, that's funny, man. Cause yo, I, I swear I just finished texting. Mr. Raw, like, yo, I'm in the queue. What, y'all, y'all ain't bringing me in? <laughs> I didn't even see you, son. I didn't even see you for real, for real. What's yeah, with you? Yeah. Ain't nothing, man. Uh, I, I came in on the other song, but um, y'all already said it pretty much. I ain't really had nothing else to say about that one. And um, this one, you know, typical sounding type of song. I mean... One thing I can say, okay, I'm over, I'm I'm past the everybody have doing using the auto tune, but one one thing for sure, from artists from an artist perspective and also just a a, a producer's mindset as well, you know, on um, producing songs, I can say there's a certain type of sound, a uniqueness that you can stand out from the bunch of auto-tune usage you know what i mean like it's old it's being overly used but i noticed every artist like 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 this artist is a prime example and i don't mean to run off with it because i know we we judge these artists but like example the, the artist that just got shot from the bronx little tj he has a distinct sound even though he uses the auto-tune and all of them do you know what i mean but when you have a certain unique sound that you putting out, that right there, that song, it didn't really do anything for me. It doesn't sound different. It doesn't like it's not standing out to me. You know what I mean? That's just it. Um, but I mean, it's a, it's a cool. It was cool. You know, the artist was cool. I just would want to hear something else. Like, and that artist, I don't know if that artist is listening, but try to try to go in the direction of not just using the auto, just letting the auto-tune do what it do. Try to give it something unique, you know what I mean? And that'll stay, so you can stand out because everybody's using the auto-tune and they damn near sounding the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's definitely yeah. some good advice on that, my man Two-Face. Hey, you know, try to tweak it a little bit different so you could uh, definitely give it a little bit of a uniqueness. So definitely good. Like some, the uh, delivery. Good. Right. right, right. My bad, bro. Yeah, yeah definitely like the delivery, yeah. you know. Real talk, real talk right. right there. You? You? Yeah, what up, talk. my brother? All right, my dude. We What's got going on with everybody? <laughs> we got we to talk about uh, uh, some some, uh, some ciphers going on. You know, people are saying that we don't do ciphers no more, and then ain't nobody, ain't, ain't too many good rappers around, and, and, and people don't do ciphers mm-hmm. no more. And so I'll give who, you know, who is those people that are saying that? I, you know, since he heard it himself, so you know, I, I, you know, they putting up money, telling, talking that, uh, putting up a hundred dollars to, to hear some good sixteens and all of that. And I said, don't let me make oh, some okay. Yeah, I mm. told him don't let me 
phone call, so you know we're gonna talk about things. But uh, <laughs> I already, I already, uh, I already put your name in the circle for 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 being honorable. Is that I know, I already know that if if, if there's a cipher going on, you're gonna get in it. I already know that. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's a natural thing right there. I come from that world, so I come from that world. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> yeah, I come from that world. Uh, so hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll, you know, all come together over the next couple of weeks. You know, we got the summer upon us right now. That'll be a good thing to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Some, uh, you know, summer Saturdays. We bring back the summer Saturday vibe and uh, 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 add a little, uh, uh, you know, live MC and live on air, you know, to that, you know, to that, to that stew. I think that'll definitely be a, a nice ingredient to add into the pot, you know, for this summertime. See if I can get, you know, some of y'all cats, you know, Mr. Raw Kid, you know, make those behind the scenes connections and bring a few of those spitters live on the air. I think that'll be a definitely, definitely a nice thing, a nice thing. Maybe, uh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe Priest will, uh, you know, bring out his drum set. And give us a beat. What do you think about that, Priest? I'm doing that anyway, bro. That's the whole point of the summertime. I'm at the playground right now. And we have a little pavilion right here, like I said. And this is going to be the last summer for this playground. So we're thinking about how many events we can have here. Listen, man. I, now, I don't know how they do it in D.C. All right? We only got a couple more minutes left in the show before I got to skedaddle. But now, I don't know how they do it in D.C., but here in New York, if you want to go out into the parks and take your music out into the parks, all that kind of stuff, you want amplified sound, you got to get permits and stuff like that. I'm quite right. sure they probably right. do something. I'm, I'm quite sure they do something similar in D.C. So maybe, you know, yes. you know, before the summer, you know, before the summertime is over, before they tear down the park, let's see if we can get some, you know, some permits. And, uh, you know, do something out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Bring out a sound but, system. And I, I definitely, you know what I'm saying? I'll definitely come down to D.C. for that. Well, that's what I said to you. I said, I'm in the motion of doing that. That's why I sent you a flyer of the Georgia Avenue day, okay? Because I got access to the mayor's office and stuff. So I had to do them a favor to get a favor, which is the permits. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I'm okay. Promote, I'm, I'm helping them promote their show for... Not waiting six weeks on a permit. Okay. You know. Now that's what's up. Pro, so, you know, maybe we could, uh, quit you know, maybe, you know. Oh, you'll be. Maybe we'll get on meet you'll down there, there, you know, within the next, oh, you in the next couple of weeks to meet down there in D.C. and rock out. You know, have some good oh, yeah, times. Uh, you know, you know, enjoy, oh, yeah. you know, enjoy the oh, summertime. Oh, yeah. We got another eyeball candy for you, so don't worry about that. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. Y'all need to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that, that'll be nice for the summertime, too. That'll be nice for the summertime, too, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? I'll pack up, I'll pack up my turntables and come on down there. <laughs> bring your, bring your, and, uh, bring you your know box, what, you know what that, too. Oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, hey, that's all you need these days, man. That's all you need. You have a box of condoms, do what you want to do in America. I guess that's man, the rules listen. now, right? I'm telling you though, but with the Supreme Court ruling, you, we don't know what's coming down the line next. Clarence Thomas is already looking at whether or not you even got a right to contraception. So condoms might become oh, a rare commodity. You might want to stock up on your condoms. You might be able to get fifty dollars a box in a minute. I'm, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to invest in. I'm about to invest in some condoms. I'm about to go on Amazon and see if I can get me like a whole pallet 
of condoms. <laughs> oh, well, y'all can't get no more. Amen. So when they outlaw condoms, all right, when you can't get no more condoms, you can't get no more contraceptives, they're oh. off the shelf, or you got to, you know what I'm saying, you might have to go to your doctor to get a prescription to get a box of condoms. What do y'all think about that? Y'all be able to sense that. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be selling condoms on the black market. <laughs> especially, especially, if we, especially if we can put our stamp on it. Oh, my God. I'll give me a, I'll give me a whole pallet and stamp union on it. Like, yeah, come on. Get you know union. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you said hey, you know, my brand, you know, my brand, my brand, my brand would be, my brand would be named Don't Do It. Don't no. Do It? Oh, man. Yeah, man. don't do it. <laughs> Small, medium, extra large. <laughs> don't do uh, it. you're stupid. Uh, man, I'm, I'm telling y'all though, don't laugh, don't laugh. I right, when you go, I'm saying when you when you when you go on the when you go on the uh, when you go on the gas station one day and they not behind the counter no more. Remember, you heard the first here. That's crazy, right? That's it. But it might be coming straight up. It might be coming. Right. Might be coming down the line, and you don't know what else is coming down the line with these conservatives. They've been planning this for 30 years, and now here it is. All right, about time for us to get out the door. Once again, don't forget to tune in this Monday for Priest. Mr. Ron Purple Driggs, they back up in the building this coming Thursday. All right, and I'll be back in the building this coming Saturday. All right, time for us to get out the door. We're going to close it out. Once again, we're going to bring it back with Messiah Madness. Big shout out to our guests for being in the building a little bit earlier. Big shout out to my brother, Ross Sun, right, for putting the situation together. Y'all take care and be safe. Peace. 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 I drug the body to the swamp, to his resting place. Cut off his hand, pulled out his teeth, and blew off half his face. Without a trace, under six feet of muck. Then went to dinner, cause I don't give a motherfuck. Laugh, choke, smoked, and had a merry time. The folks stopped me, I even spit a couple rhymes. My fans are greatest. Took a few flicks, they on IG, check them bitches on my dick. Fly as usual, charisma busting out my pores. Rugged look, looks, they busting out the fire tours. The pleasure's all yours, cause we ain't on the same shit. I leave church with more money than I came with. Divine mysteries, Messiah of madness. Turn water to Hennessy, miraculous gasnik. Murder and hack the bodies up using highly methodical methods like you would have seen in Auschwitz. All the while eating pizza and then dispose of them. This ain't enough When a nigga got lip and talking like he tough Pop nigga stuff I gotta call your bluff My gun barrel puffs You rolling in the dust You was all fluff Just like a teddy bear Your mom cussed they thought you dead in dirty underwear Fuck out of here, your funeral was so funny Where's the money in the casket looking hella bummy It's funny, but ain't a game out here Only niggas find a slice from ear to ear From year to year, don't shit change But the name's gunned down like a dog I led away in chains The game remains the same, brain splattered on asphalt Your life halts, it was your dumbass fault Outline the top, play around, you lay around I'm spraying around, still seeing short I stay around, I stay around. Dirty, 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 dirty.